Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League. It's been a few years, but Manly finally get a Trent that contributes to the club. Wally hospitalised with a life-threatening revenge boner after news breaks of the Broncos' assholing Wayne. The NRL still celebrates a successful Ibis round with a binning in every match. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 12 of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 288 of This Week in League, I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. I uh, just want to start off at first thing, or first thing, how are you going, man? Oh, I'm good, good. dude. Awesome. Yeah. Good, good, you're good, I'm good. Panthers are second, what's not to like? Oh, mate, fucking manly dominating the competition again as it should be. Fucking dominate, we dominate in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> appearing on famous YouTubers' videos. Oh, our, our fucking mad Fortnite shenanigans appearing on YouTubers' fucking highlight compilation videos. Yeah. So, uh, this is probably the last episode of the show, and uh, if you want to hear anything more about Rugby League, you know, maybe we'll talk about it on Twitch, and, you know, make sure you subscribe to our Twitch. No, 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 can't be. <laughs> Why is that? I'm booked in for my tit job in two weeks. <laughs> So you're gonna you're gonna wait. Okay, so your tw- your 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 uh, Twitch channel will start in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna be a DJ. Oh. Okay. Well, they usually. I mean, let's see, the thing is, that's if you're not good at games. If you're no good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, if you're if you're pulling down the dubs every, you know, <laughs> all the time. You, you've played with me. You can go halves in the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, I'm top three, top three every time. Fucking. <laughs> hide and seek champion of the fucking island <laughs> um, just want to start first things off with uh, we got a tweet from uh, OG Cook 93 and uh, he said there's uh, there's more chance of, he, he, he said this is uh, this was on Wednesday last week so the day the episode released there's more chance of Madeline McCann coming home than Manly putting mass points on Melbourne Hashtag both cheating cunts. Oh, sorry, both purple cheating cunts. Hashtag first tweet. Hashtag welcome to the Twill family. So, Jordan, welcome to the Twill family. Uh, and Jordan, fucking suck a cock, you ass fuck. <laughs> because <laughs> how wrong, what a week for you to tweet ridiculous shit like that. Um, now, we had another one. Now, that's, that's, the, that's the comedy now, I'm, one. I'm just going to step in for fucking Jordan yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. the cut of his jib is something I like. Oh, in, indeed. I mean, it's the second best debut, I think, that we've had all season. Yes. That's like Amir, who's just come in and... Yeah, just called us yeah, both cunts. cunts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's probably he's probably going to come in for the, the debut tweet of the year. So, but, uh, yeah. no, Jordan, get around and start following a bunch of the other degenerates that you see around. 
Yeah, and you'll hear the the, the handles and, don't, and stuff. Don't stop and, slagging, manly. Uh, now we got one, one from uh, Unkillable underscore Ben. And uh, he's wanted us to give a push here. Um, he said, hey guys, can you give us a push? I love seeing disability sportsmen get a go. There's more heart in one of their games than half of the NRL final series. And so this is a tweet that he's quote tweeted from Adam Hills. You know, in the, you know Spicks and Specs, you know, stand-up comedian Adam Hills. Yep. So it's so at Adam Hills Comedy. So go find it on his on his uh, page or look, look on unkillable underscore Ben's feed and, uh, and have a look too because he's tried to, I don't know whether it was successful or not, but he's tried to get the NRL to, you know, do something about it as well. But uh, Adam Hills has tweeted that our, dis- our physical disability rugby league teams, that would be PDRL team, uh, Wolves, Wolves RL, is looking for sponsors for our trip to Australia to play the Rabbitohs PDRL team. So to help a bunch of top blokes achieve their dream, contact and goes on through the tweet with the contact details that I just cut off here, so I can't, I don't have them all in front of me. But go and find that, and uh, yeah, get around. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually interested. I had no idea until until uh, Ben tweeted us. I had zero idea that this was even happening. So, if you're listening, Cameron, this is a, a cause close to your heart. True. Yeah. Uh, yep. You're not playing rep footy anymore. Support a, a genuine. Rep footy cause. And he tried to hit, or who, who did he try and hit? Proctor with it? Yeah. He tried to get Proctor eligible for this game? Yep. And, uh, yeah, and obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, Which you'd understand, because if they're playing the South, Reynolds will probably be biscuited that week. Yeah. You know, fine yep. cotton and all. Yeah. No, yep. excellent cause. Did we retweet that? Uh, I don't remember. If we okay. didn't, we will have by the time you listen to this. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, you have a look at and retweet if we didn't. Um, news this week, a uh, couple, of, couple of stories. I mean, it's obviously a fucking huge week of news. Um, it's also a huge week of fuckhead fuckhead news as well like just like the yeah. other, the, the, just the opinions in the mainstream media being seem so at odds with common sense and just the general vibe of the rugby league fan base yes overall um, but first thing before we get to that shit because I mean that was mostly around you know like referees and symbians and stuff like that uh, and Dylan Upper and um, pre-match entertainment for the grand final has been announced as Peking Duck now I am not one of these people that subscribe to the theory that the pinnacle of NRL Grand Final Entertainment is Tina Turner or, <laughs> or something like that. Nostalgia is all good. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how well suited Peking Duck are to a stadium pre-sporting game thing because their stuff is fairly like, at least in the verse, I mean, it's fairly like chill. Okay. You know what I mean, the guys, you know, you know, you you're aware, you know, you know their stuff, right? No. Okay. Well, fucking, what's it? <laughs> well, I mean, cause, yeah, they've only they've, they've they've only got like a couple of ones that I, I, you listen to and you go, oh, that's that's like a that one that one could like you know fucking go go big in a stadium like as a pump up sporting event thing. Okay. So who are the duck ones? Yeah. That did that Barbara Streisand song? That was the rip off of the old Bonnie M song. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Aren't they a duck about. person? I don't fucking know. Okay. Do they? I don't know. The thing is, with Peking Duck, they've only got about, like, probably they've probably released about a dozen songs because they don't do yeah. albums; they only do like singles. <laughs> so they've got about a dozen Fair songs they've released over the career. Okay, so, so, so they're perfectly positioned okay. are, to, are do, they, to bang out three songs in in the start of a fucking. Are they an Aussie world. band? Yes, well, I believe there, they are. There's, there's one fucking tick in the box. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Um, are they popular enough with a wide enough section of the population? Look, I believe so. Fuck, there you go. I believe so. Um. You know, there's there's certainly are they popular enough within like you know the Venn diagram of of 
people who, you know, like rugby league fans. I don't know, maybe not, but I mean, then again, the same thing like Macklemore. I mean, was you know, how's, yeah. how, how's he positioned in that same Venn diagram? They couldn't get Connor for real. They couldn't get Connor for real. Well, look, I think Connor for real, they probably just felt it was a little bit redundant that like to to, yeah. to go Macklemore and then, and then, I mean, and then Connor for real. I mean, because they really, you know, they, they, just, they don't want to jam the, the same sex marriage thing down your throat two years in a row. Well, no, yeah, I suppose. That'd be like having, you know, Darren Lockyer speak at your event and then having Greg Alexander the next week. And someone good, and then just someone fantastic. <laughs> so, um, look, in, in terms of the entertainment, why would anyone pay Darren Lockie to speak on anything ever? True, <laughs> speak on anything. <laughs> speak on anything or at anything. Is, is there a while on anything there, or allegedly? Um, <laughs> No, he just gets I, injured for the weekend's rounds of action when he's on things, yeah, apparently, allegedly. I, I don't think there's anybody out there mm-hmm. who has no interest in the NRL Grand Final that goes, fucking peaking duck, I'll buy a ticket to that event and watch the football afterwards. Yeah. Just as I don't think there's anyone that says, I'd love to go to the NRL Grand Final. Who's the pre-match entertainment last year? But Macklemore. That's right. Who's pre- who was pre-match entertainment 2016? Fucking... Cunt who's not Bon Jovi. 2015. I'm just going to say Billy Idol until I get the year he was. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be going on yeah. that. Yeah. I remember, but the, the, the point is, like, I mean, he's like, who fucking cares anyway? Like, yeah. you don't remember. I mean, like, I, I remember, I remember the, the 2016 one, you know, with fucking Richie Sambora pretending to be Bon Jovi. And then was, I'm sure there was one with, with uh, one year that was, that was like Slash horrible. doing stuff. And then, yeah. and then there was, I remember there was a year when, when Train played like a fucking medley of, of all that garbage. Um, <laughs> I think Kelly Clarkson one year. How the fuck can you ever use the, you know, let's run a train on these people and have it be disappointing? Yeah. Fucking hell. Um, oh, I don't know, ask the good people of Coffs Harbour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. The, well, the New Zealand, it's not the New like, Zealand visiting Cronulla Sharks fan club. <laughs> it's it's not like the Super Bowl, say, where you get yeah. that, that halftime entertainment. And it's a full is, deluxe 25 minute exactly. performance. Exactly. You know, that, that, that is an honour for the performer as well mm-hmm. as yep. the fan. Um, fuck, as long as they get out there and they know how to work a crowd. Yep. Fuck, how, how bad can it be, honestly? Exactly. Not bad Not bad at all. That's, that's all. And I think if it is, you know, who cares, you won't remember next year anyway. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> uh, that's sort of the Bellamy thing. It's sort of just blown up like late last night and fucking thankfully we didn't record last night mm. because it started ki- kicking off mm. yesterday afternoon or early yesterday evening and then there was press conferences galore today, you know, like Wayne and Omar oh, got up and uh, and Bellamy got up later in the afternoon. And so the the vibe of it is that Wayne is contracted to the Broncos through to the end of the 2019 season. Yes. And... <clears throat> Did he get guaranteed that he would be seeing that timeout? Was it guaranteed? I can't remember if it was guaranteed. I think it was, I think it may, it may have been though. Like they, and then the Broncos obviously need to sort out what's going to happen after that, and it's not ruled out that Wayne stays after that. However, they want to start the process, and although they said that they were going to talk to, you know, start planning for the future, mm. they didn't tell him they were talking, and he knew that they would ultimately be t- speaking to Bellamy. Um, they didn't tell him that you know they've spoken to Bellamy, so he's found out third hand, and you know that Wayne doesn't like that fucking Chinese no. whispers shit. Um, 
He expects to be there till the, through till the end of next year, and uh, you know he says it's possible he'll be there ongoing. He says there's other clubs have offered him positions, you know, as well. Bellamy, for his part, he's up at the Storm at the end of this year. Uh, won't be taking a short-term deal. The Storm are like we're not a feeder club for anyone, so we're not fucking giving yeah. like, you know you don't have me for one year. So, so I my feeling, and I don't know anything about it, but my feeling is that this the money that they've been talking about, and everything Bellamy is a fucking done deal at the Broncos. And he even said in his press conference this afternoon that he'll take a year off and go and spend time at other professional sports and yeah. all this sort of shit, you know, like yep. have like a study sabbatical year. Yep. And uh, imagine how in demand he'd be for one year. Mm-hmm. Fucking roosters would have him. Yeah, the roosters have him. <laughs> well, maybe they'd be a bit shy after the after the croc experiment doesn't seem, that, 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 that pinching experiment doesn't seem like it's working so great. Okay, if you bought a motorbike, yeah, and the clutch didn't work, yeah. And the old owner started giving fucking mechanics lessons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, I, I don't know how Wayne was caught off guard with this because it was pretty fucking common knowledge that Bellamy was off contract at the yep. end of this year. Yeah, because it was being spoken about last year when Cronk left, mm-hmm. and Smith was Smith and Slater were the last one. Smith yep. being the the main attraction there. Yep, and all the talk was around if Bellamy goes that's probably the catalyst for Smith to call it quits as well. Yeah. Because Smith wouldn't want to play against him and Bellamy wouldn't want to coach against him. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that was spoken about fucking openly yep. everywhere. Yep. So there's a year fucking difference. Now, unless Wayne was sitting there honestly thinking the Broncos wouldn't talk to Bellamy because the time doesn't match up. Yeah. Um, fuck, that's odd. But the... Taking Wayne by surprise, though, means you take the, you, you take his ability to scorch the earth, as he usually and does. that's it. You take it out of his hands a little bit. The, the Broncos need to be very fucking smart here. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's a the worst-kept secret in rugby league that the clubs that haven't been done for rorting the cap in some description are the ones who are smart enough and the ones that don't have disgruntled employees to fucking Tip blow the, the whistle. Yep. Now, at the moment, Wayne... Appears to be fairly gruntled. Um, I'd say he's at least sixty percent gruntled. At this, yes. At this point. Um, <laughs> but and unless they're smart about it, you know, and yeah, you know, I think we were talking the other day. That, that there needs to be some sort of saving face for Bennett here. Yep. They they need to sit down with him and say, Wayne, unless you win a premiership this year or next year, yep, your legacy will be forever tarnished. He'll be remembered as a good coach. Yep. But who the fuck remembers Tim Sheen's successes these days? Yeah. You know, the, Tim Sheen's had some fucking magnificent years as a coach. Mm-hmm. And he is remembered for more the more not even so much as not even so much for two thousand and five. More for just the like the, the two dressing genius. rooms and the yeah, genius and the you know? selections and yeah. Um and Wayne will ever be fucking remembered for losing his aura. Now if someone can get that through his fucking Gremlin-looking rat head. That look at Gus. Yep. Gus fucking knew, right? That that his style of coaching and what he was doing. Yeah. You know, he he probably still had a couple of good years in him. Yep. But he's now taken positions where he's out of the fucking firing line. Yep. He can run his fucking mouth as much as he wants. Yep. And he cops it from some people in the media and from some fans. But at the end of the day, a club's performance isn't on him. Yeah. And unless they can get him to take that approach and step up and say, Let, let's give you a fucking 
title here at the Broncos, just like we've done with Lockyer and all these other people that have yeah. you know, left. Yeah. Um, you know, also, at the end of the day, if Brisbane just decided to rip up his fucking contract... I would love... It would be beautiful poetic justice for Bellamy to insist that the Broncos sack Wayne. No. And then... To stay at the storm, sign at the and then back back off and sign with the storm again, just like Wayne did with East when he insisted they sack Ricky Stewart, and then after they sacked him, yeah. then he bailed out of it. I got I got one better for you though. That Bellamy insists that Wayne has to stay on as his assistant, yeah. <laughs> um, or he has to he in in twenty in twenty nineteen. He is the uh, coaching director that, that oversees Wayne to assist him with his transition. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a well-known fact as well that Bellamy has you know, kids and grandkids that live in Queensland yep. on the Gold Coast. Yep. So you, you get a man of his age and say, we're going to pay you fucking ridiculous money. $5 million across three years or something, apparently. To live closer to your grandkids. Hey. Oh, thank you. Where do I sign? Yeah. And, and and at a time where the club that he would have any sentimental attachment to, because he's been there for like 16 years, when the players most directly responsible for the success, success yeah. of all pulling the pin anyway. That's it. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty... Um, uh, <coughs> interesting to see how this one plays out. I think it'll definitely happen. Who takes um, Wayne Bennett, though? Well, okay, so I can think of two two clubs that definitely don't. Um, that being the Dragons and, uh, and the Knights. Uh, yeah. I, all jokes aside, East. <laughs> they probably would. You know, Robbo's on thin. He's on thin ice. They probably would. Uh, and you know what they're like. Yeah. You could look after him. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, would he go with the camera? I mean, he had the ties there. And, you know, they're not Ricky'd have to be on thin ice down there too. Mm. You'd think. I mean, Brad Arthur, absolute garbage, fucking coach. safe as fucking houses. Overhyped fucking. He's a modern day Tim Sheens. Uh, no, because Tim Sheen's won premierships with Canberra and, and West Tigers. Yeah, modern day. Mo- yeah, modern yeah, but day. I mean, but I mean, like someone who's in the modern day, but has the same success as that person? No, I'm saying millennials demand fucking recognition without actually succeeding in yeah, anything first. And that's and that's fair. That's a, that's a fair assessment of, uh, of Brad Arthur. Fuck me. Especially people that fucking hate you. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that incident on the way over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had this I had this incident uh, the other day, um, and this guy was so fucking slow in front of me, and uh, but then when he realised that I was you know nearly up his ass because he was just so fucking slow, I'm like, come on man, I have got places to be. Then he just like he just fucking hammer it and just go blast it, you know, ahead, uh. like speed and get ahead. And I get up beside him to have a just because like, you got to get get up beside these motherfuckers just to have a look in there and to see see what they're trying to get an, an idea of what their story is and what they're all about. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, at the time I didn't realise who it was. I'm glad I didn't start any road rage though, because it was this like old fucking, you know, this, this old, uh, like with that sort of halo haircut, like old Chinese man. Yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't realise until yesterday that it was actually Jet Li after seeing the fucking pictures in the news. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would, he would kick my ass. <laughs> call you Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you must die. Yeah. Um, Yes, yeah, so I believe that was a line from the movie. Yes, the, the, well, that uh, was the title of the, the movie. hit. The hit Romeo. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they always they always have to say the title, don't they, in some way? That's it. Um, Sin Week. Basically, I don't have a problem with fucking. I, I I don't have a problem really with any 
any of the sin bins. I mean, some of them are some of them are very light, but I mean, it's become yeah. this this year has actually transitioned into a environment where the referees seem to be able to more freely. I don't think that the sin bin has has fucked a team up irreparably in a game this season. No. So the referees don't feel like they can't use it as an option a lot more easily than they would would previously. I will go a step further and say there have been numerous games (laughs) with a team that is down a man gain an advantage in momentum or or in spirit. Yep. Um, You know, either if the team with the extra man can't put points on... Mm -hmm. You know? Well, you saw the, the the Gold Coast game turned when they had a yep. guy Simbin and the Knights immediately fucked it up. The Manly game was fairly evenly poised until Manly was down twelve to eleven. Man. Yep, Penrith and that's and when Tigers they fucking well. that's when they put it on them. Yeah, and first um, set after Penrith went down a man. Yep, Benji fucks up. Penrith scoring. You know. How do you get into a situation where you're against the Melbourne Storm? They got twelve men, you got eleven, and you're fucking drilling them on yeah. the outside. Yeah. I mean, you got this auto car in it, and you're fucking them up. Yeah, it's <laughs> just unbelievable. My whole thing with these with these penalties, and and I've been trying to take the temperature of, of you know, a the the stories in the traditional media, what you see people in social media in different circles talking about. As, as well as how the NRL sees these things. Yep. And I, I don't know if everybody knows it, but the one thing that fixes this is consistency. You know, the sin binning's fair enough. Yep. You, you, you let the referees do it. And I've got no problems with the referee sin binning. Yep. You know, where it's appropriate and allowed for within the rules. Um, yeah, the, there was a game on the weekend where you had three penalties in quick succession on the try line, yep. slowing down play, play was sent to the bin. Yep. There was another game where there were four or five in a row and there was a warning given. Yeah. So... And that's the subjective part that, of the referee's tolerance and, and, and uh, you know, level of being able to, you know, withstand aggravation from mm-hmm. the players or, yeah. you know. But this is where, again, the, there's no there's no movement forward. And to take it a step back, the issue, and you know, I know we'll probably talk about this later in the game, but the the issue with the timekeeper in yeah. the, the Manly Melbourne game, yeah. right? So there there was an error with the time that a sin bin player had spent off the field, yep, being fucking happy coward punched Coruscant, and it was it a minute ten seconds? I think it was uh, closer to a minute forty. Minute forty, okay. Either a minute twenty or a minute forty. I can't remember. If it was eight forty or eight twenty. So, out, you know, time, in, yeah. in this 10 minutes, it's a significant enough percentage. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a person who's made an error. There's yep. a timekeeper and he's, you know, keeping time. Well, I mean, the error there actually comes down to the Melbourne club because, I mean, I believe the timekeepers have to be provided by them. The home team has to provide the timekeepers. And, like, and, and they didn't. I thought they were NRL timekeepers. I think that the timekeepers have to be supplied by the home ground people yeah okay I thought. Well, regardless it's and they a, did it in this occasion so the nrl so so it's a person right? yeah yeah it's a fucking person with a stopwatch not fucking hard i mean I, I did, this is something that the the, the, the fucking bunker could easily the, monitor and take care of but this is the thing Get them. first of all when it happens mm-hmm. right there was fucking outcry so i saw mm-hmm. all these people and 
this is a fucking professional sporting organisation and they can't and they can't and mm-hmm. and 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 well fucking hang on how many times has this happened it, it's not a a fucking I, be, I, I don't I personally don't recall like with a Simeon I don't really recall it you know it's, it's yeah. bound to have happened before I'm sure I'm sorry yeah, exactly. I don't remember but it's not yeah. a fucking pandemic no you know no. okay so this has happened fucking stop freaking out about something that's happened Yes, it's unfortunate that it happened and it's unprofessional and yada yada yada. On the same Who side, was the commentator though, for the game was Vossi. Was he the commentator? Because I was fucking blissfully it, on mute. Just did not fucking stop. It once they once they got the word from their their truck that they'd done the sums and it, it was this. They didn't fucking stop, yeah. and then they'd cross to the fucking studio with Vonnie afterwards, and she doesn't fucking stop about Manly going to lose two two points and all this bullshit. Fucking ignoramuses. But um, she's probably just read that book, The Secret. If you keep saying shit, it happens. Yeah, yeah. She's so, the, the power, the power of attraction. That's it. Um, what's attracting this fucking? But then on on the <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. number nine, um, allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly this wicked league. Yeah. Um, but on the same note, with the NRL, if you look at any, like, look at fucking Volkswagen. Right? Yeah. So they got done rorting their fucking emissions test. Systematically. Like, like you systematically know, across the world. All they were doing, they, they were trying to save endangered fucking wildlife by reducing the population of dolphins and baby seals. <laughs> so their fucking hearts are in the right place. <laughs> Vicious fucking carnivores they are. But dolphins are the, are the fucking rapists of the sea. From what from what I've heard from uh <laughs> well that's that's not even by choice <laughs> on land they will rape you too it's just they're very rarely on land because <laughs> they find it difficult <laughs> to get around yeah. to hunt down and fucking walk down their prey <laughs> but they ever get two flippers on a shoulder <laughs> as your ass you're going to pound town <laughs> <sighs> there's a blowhole joke in there somewhere but um <laughs> Volkswagen very fucking quickly came out and said, yes, we did this, yes, we did this, yes, we did this, and this is what we're doing, da 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 The NRL's, and not even the fucking NRL, Greenberg mm. is, is very fucking good at coming out and saying, oh, yeah, this should have happened. He did yeah. it with the NARPA thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should have. Oh, yeah, we should have. Oh, yeah, we should have. Oh, yeah, we should have. Yeah. Well, what are you fucking putting in place so that, A, it doesn't happen again, mm-hmm. and why is there not a fucking person who comes out and gives follow-up? That's the thing with the NRL. They're so used to the fact that it's such an well, outrage They do the Peter Beatty thing as he's bringing in now as well, where it's just like, you know, look, that was wrong. I apologise. That is Peter Beatty's fucking Turns around and walks away. Yeah. And you never fucking hear about it again. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, that's also something of there's a new fucking outrage every week. Yeah. You know? Well, there's, there's, the, there's, definitely, there's a, definitely a new cycle in, uh, in rugby league. And these media people, they don't want anything to be fixed long term. Yeah. Because then that takes away all the fucking outrage clickbait pieces they write. Yeah. It's just like, but it, why does it, it have to be that way? But it, it, it's not fucking hard. The NRL needs a department to look at processes and yep. says, this happened. Yep. Let's step back and look at what fucking caused it. Mm-hmm. You know? the, the fucking myriad of people that we have listening to this show that work in any sort of field related to any sort of constructions yep. would have exactly the same divisions in their company. Yep. That when something goes wrong, 
they look back and go, where was it? Okay, fucking that happened. What do we need to put in place? Whether it's a fucking health and safety issue or a materials quality issue or, you know, whatever. What do we have to put in place now to make sure this doesn't happen again? Yep. You know? Yep. Then all we need is somebody to come out and say, there was this incident and this is what happened and it was terribly unfortunate. We've reviewed this and this is what we've put in place moving forward. And it stops all the fucking outrage. Because mm-hmm. it's really hard to be outraged when people go, yeah, okay, our bad, this is what we're going to fix. This is yeah. how it went wrong and, now we're, and this is how we're going to fix it, it so you shouldn't see this happen again. You know? yeah. um, the, the amount of conversations I've had with people about different things and someone goes, yeah, check the rules. You know how fucking hard it is <laughs> to find an accurate and complete. Oh well, it's just on the it's on the, the it's on the site. Read through it. I'm not saying it's within, fucking. No, I'm not saying it's a breeze. But through. I'm saying within ten minutes. Yeah. You could come up with twenty things that it doesn't cover. Yeah. Twenty things. Yeah. You know, um, why isn't there? Okay, fucking Fox and Channel Nine and fucking Grandstand and anyone else that broadcasts our games. Yep. Right. There's going to be a live feed into your box here from the bunker. It's not two-way. It's fucking one-way. Mm-hmm. They speak to you. You don't speak back. Yep. If, there is, if there's a decision made that's contentious, don't the bunker will fucking rule. relay through to you, well, this is the rule, mm-hmm. and this is why it's been adjudicated that way. Yep. And that's fucking it. And then that, and that, can, that completely stops people like, you know, yeah. gas or whatever. Yeah. To, oh, no, 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 no. You, you yeah, can't again, say shit. Yeah. I'll put my hand up. I thought that the Billy Slater fucking... Um, knock-on dropkick thing mm-hmm. was bullshit. Apparently, it doesn't have to be a genuine effort. Or, you know, he doesn't have to be taking a shot at drop goal. No, no, no. It has to be a drop kick. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't yeah, have to be a drop goal. It doesn't have yeah. to be a shot yeah. at goal. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. But imagine if all of the fucking commentary teams and all of the fucking radio people had put that out straight away. And Yeah, if yeah. the bunker went through to them and said, bang, here's the rule. Fucking yeah. page nine, subsection two. Yep. It's not fucking hard. Now, the thing the 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 one thing that that gives me the shit is like this this is this is this is this is uh, things that pissed Nate off, uh, May, whatever through to whatever edition sixteen through twenty twenty three edition. The big one is this f- this fucking concept of players <laughs> serving suspensions in cases where injuries caused. <laughs> Equal to or exceeding the length of time the player that was injured is injured for. <laughs> if you subscribe to that theory, I don't know what to fucking say to you. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. Guess Jordan McLean's not playing ever again. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan McLean, you are here by sense to uh, sit in the fucking chair for the rest of your life, son. Yeah. It. <laughs> Fuck, you know, it, yeah. Yeah. The, it does get me. And, you know. Put a loading, if you want to put a loading on a crime that causes, you know, that's like, that's in, that's ruled, like, it's not, it's not ruled careless or reckless. It's ruled intentional. And then it's like, you know, like an especially bad example of it. And you want to put a loading on the intention mm-hmm. rather than like, you know, reckless or whatever. Go for it. But this whole thing that, oh, you know, X is out for six weeks through injury. The, the crime attracts a three week penalty. No way. He should be out for six too. Yeah. No. You can't see it on the radio. You can't see it on the podcast app, but I'm shaking my head like fucking moron. Yes. No, I 100% agree. In in no way is that ever fucking going to work. Yeah. I've I've still got... 
fucking issues with, um, you know, intent. Yeah. You know, it, uh, all, all of this different shit. There needs to be some, again, some fucking black and white framework set out. Yeah. You know, if you make contact with a head, this is it. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you're, you know, yeah. Who cares if it's accidental yeah. or this or or that? Yep. You know, re- really the only way that it can be intentional is if you punch somebody. Like, to, to yeah. use the, the real, or, real world analogy, or, or with, murder or what, and manslaughter. Yeah, or what if, you know, if you're like Adrian Morley, where it is known. <laughs> it, it is known, yeah. It is known that you are coat-hanging people because you always do it. But then, here's the thing, though. Yep. That's where your loading comes in. Mm-hmm. That's where extra punishment for repeat offenders comes in. Yep, that's true. You know, it's very fucking simple. If you make contact with the head, mm-hmm. this, this is it. Yep. Whether you want to use a point system or a grading or whatever, whatever the fuck it is. If you're a repeat offender, you have loading. Yep. You know? It, it just takes it away. If you are a fucking tall guy, then you, you need to make sure that when you are affecting tackles, that you affect tackles in a manner so that you're not contacting the head. If yep. you're too tall to play the game, you know, well, that's very sad and, and we all feel very bad for you but that just puts you in the same category as that person who's too short for the game or that person who's it's too slow too slow, or, or that person who's, you know, fucking Wayne Bennett's son. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. Just yep. said some fucking black and white. Yep. This is it. Yep. Let's fucking get on with it. Yep. I didn't intend to get in a whole, a whole discussion about like length of suspension or anything, but just the concept of... Length of injury time equals length of suspension. Yeah. Fuck out of what, here. What happens if you you know you break someone's leg? Yeah. Accidentally in a tackle. Yeah. Well, Have you injured them? Well, but is that, it's not if it's like an accidental leg broken in a in a, in a tackle thing. It's not something you're getting penalised or even suspended for, though, right? I know. So. But then that's the thing. It's well, hang on. They get suspended if they, you know, um, head high someone and they fall over. Mm. What if it's a, a half a chicken wing or something? Well, a chicken you know? wing is foul play then, isn't it? So, Yeah. So then that would be a suspendable offence. So, if these, the, you're, you're, so the people who are talking about the, you know, must be as long as the injured time crowd, yeah. then that would fall into that would fall into what they But again, if you chicken wing someone with a pre-existing condition mm. and they're out for six months as opposed to chicken winging somebody else and they're out for a week, yep. the, the crime hasn't changed. The physical condition of the... Victimless. Yeah, has, has yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah, you, you just, uh, don't ask me. That's not, I'm not in that fucking club. Yeah. Believe me, <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Recaps kicking off uh, Thursday night. The Panthers 16 uh, defeated the West Tigers 2. I believe uh, the the accurate term is they uh, declinerated the West Tigers at Panther Stadium, just over 15,000. Um, Tyron Peachy, Tyron Phillips tries mine, one or two conversions and three penalty goals. Tigers uh, masters with a penalty goal. Put to bed once and for all time 
who is the superior fucking Wateni Zelezniak. And it is Dallin, <laughs> not fucking Makaki. Makaka. Makaka. <laughs> Mulkaki. Mulaki. <laughs> um, yeah, overall, th- this one was, was a good old-fashioned one-up-the-middle game of football. Yeah. Um, the, the Panthers came out there, and, and if you look over the course of the game, they only had four more complete sets, so not even total sets in the game, four more complete sets. Penrith ran for 1,777 metres mm-hmm. versus the West Tigers at 1,335. It, it was just a good old-fashioned territory battle. Um, we said at the start, even being down a man, yep. Penrith really galvanised. And and the Tigers just didn't didn't ever look to to really be working together, and I I don't know what it is about it. You know, it this one really felt like the first time in the season when the Tigers have been playing with like their fucking hands tied behind their back, yeah. like they they there was nothing they could do about it. And the fact that it was only sixteen two was definitely a credit to I guess the West Tigers scramble, but it probably also there you know, was a little bit of like final final pass sort of execution and, and, and bad luck going against Penrith as well in some yeah, oh, look at, again, But I mean that scoreline could easily have been forty to two. There was there was a, a couple of tries that Penrith should have scored, but um, you know, McCucky forced one loose and um and then on the other side, you know, the the sideline stopped us you know, by yeah. by a bees dick. But I I thought the Tigers still defended well. Yeah. They still scrambled. Yep. But Penrith controlled that game, and that was through, you know, guys like Maloney, just having Cleary back. Yep, you could see that that opened him up so much more. You know, Peach is good, and, and he's a fantastic player, and, and I love watching him play. But teams would target Maloney's side of the field all fucking night. Yeah, so just by the fact of Cleary being there, it freed him up a little bit. Cleary's return, I thought, was very, very good. Um, yeah, you know, you're always nervous when someone's come back from a. A leg, especially sort of middle or lower leg injury, and they're he good, kicks though. in and yeah. changing direction. He looks stable. Like they didn't, they, there were no like you know, hold your breath moments or anything. Fuck off. Not for me. Yeah, well, you don't fucking care I about mean, the well-being well being of a young man. Well, I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to see him out. But I mean, to me, it looked like it looked like a solid, a solid return. I held my breath every time a foot touched the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember, it's, this is it's it's not like he's you know like a like a. Tedesco or a fucking yeah, <laughs> Molson carry, you know. Um, you know the the Panthers really just pinned the Tigers and and didn't let them get into any sort of rhythm. Um, out of the forwards, I thought James Fisher Harris was just absolutely phenomenal. He's just gone to a complete another level yep. this year. And one of the things I'm most impressed about with that forward pack is that they're just so workmanlike in how they go about it. You know, they're just doing their job, but they're doing it as hard as they can for as long as they're on the field. Yep. Um, you know, the the Tigers were, they weren't terrible by any stretch of the imagination. The, the probably a couple of unlucky drops and things like that cost them from getting back into the game. Yep. Um, but unfortunately, all the work they were made to do in defence just, just nullified any attack. Okay, um, where are we? Giannis underscore Mateus. 
Penrith have just shown they are the benchmark of rugby league. Under the guidance of a super coach and director of football who does not interfere, this is their year. The five-year plan pays dividends. It's impossible for them not to win the comp undefeated. So it's like it's clear to see Dragons fans have taken up the, the angle that I've been taking about the Dragons. <laughs> Fuck, do you know the sad thing? That they're predicting the choke harder than the fan of any other club. Yeah. That's right. Like they've gone fucking hello, double AMI. Can I take out some choke insurance, please? Yeah. Well certainly we'll just need to see proof of another club being certainties for the premiership. Yep. Yeah, no worries, I'll get that for you. Underscore JDHD. The greatest trick the devil ever played was making the Tigers fans think the decline was over. Sometimes I feel bad. <laughs> uh, the broken Chapo. I wonder if the Tigers will be looking for a new bus driver soon. I say Tigers in decline. They've all got Tigers in decline. And uh, except for this one from the biggest, biggest Tiger. Imagine watching the greatest game of all, Rugby League, and then not having a hot rabble of fanatics to deconstruct and reflect over it with you on Twitter. But instead, you have the cold and lonely footy show. Even losses are manageable with this feed. Once yeah. again, the most, whole, the, mo- the most wholesome character on Twitter and recently announced that uh, expecting a, a child at the end of the year. So... Uh, I expect a Twitter account called the Littlest Tiger. The Littlest Tiger or the or the Biggest Little Tiger or, you know, what I mean? like... The Little Biggest, Littlest Biggest The Biggest Carb, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations, sir. Um, Warriors 24 defeat the Parramatta Eels 14 in the pub slot. Uh, just under 9,500 in attendance. The Warriors tries to Fustua, Hiku, Tavanga and Isaac Luke. Mason Lenor, three or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Eels 14 had uh, tries to Gutho and Mao and uh, Moses, two or two conversions and a penalty goal. Yes. Uh, let me talk about my love of prayer circles. Yes, of course. It's been well established. <laughs> Parramatta Eels, to me this season, seem like the sort of person, as a team, they seem like the sort of person that will get involved in these fucking prayer circles. Because what they looked mm-hmm. like to me out there was they looked like they weren't putting any fucking effort in. Yeah. Like that Hiku try that he scored. Yeah. There was no room on the fucking sideline. He slipped over and fell on his fucking face <laughs> six metres out, seven metres out from the line <laughs> with... At least three, possibly up to five Parramatta jerseys around him. Yep. And he scores in the corner. Yep. You know? Then the, everything's going wrong for Parramatta. There's no intent. There's no urgency. But then all of a sudden, the Warriors find themselves down a man. Yep. And Gutho <laughs> comes through and, and he scores to get him on the board. Yep. Get him in the game. Yep. And all of a sudden... Parramatta are fucking up, and they're this mm-hmm. and they're that. It seems exactly like the the sort of culture where they're not prepared to get in and make things happen for themselves. They've just resigned themselves to to whatever fate is handed out to them. And if things happen exactly then that, that lifts them all, um, you know? but they won't actually make it happen. Themselves. Correct, hundred percent. Yeah. For the Warriors again, still, I, I I don't want to say they're overperforming because that sounds like I'm I'm sledging them, but. For who they've got out, there aren't many teams that could have the injuries that they had to key positions. These injuries that they've had are kind of season-ending injuries for the team in previous years. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, 
but they now have a couple of, of key people that you know, whoever mm-hmm. this fucking Isaac Luke is this year, he won there last year. Yeah. Um and and their forwards are just full of fucking spirit. Yep. So I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know if there's been threats or rewards promised or whatever it is. Um but for this warrior side to be mentally strong enough to get into a game to get a small lead then to have a team claw back, it used to be that once the Warriors lost momentum, that was it. Yep. You, you I mean, might they, get because they were behind it. You know what? It was about the sixty. Yeah, sixty minutes. Yeah. You know, you, you might get that one. Yeah, Sean Johnson fucking freakish breakaway super pass try. Yep. But once they'd surrendered the lead, they were pretty much dusted. Yep. Um, the the mental fortitude they've got this year to come back over the top of teams is a very very good sign for them. Okay, uh, a little Buffalo, me. Parramatta getting flogged again. Wife, literally no one gives a shit, babe. <laughs> I didn't know she knew so much about football. <laughs> Voodoo Rock, we are a team of Bryce Cartwrights. He hasn't, he's, there's no context to that. I suspect that <laughs> perhaps he means they're a team of, of Bryce Cartwright's unrealized progeny or something. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. As in, well, there's so many you could go. Or, or, or literally, like their team, yeah, you know, no effort reserve, in tackling, right? no you know, effort in tackling. ridiculousness on the offload. Um, there's, yeah, there's so there's so many different ways. They've all had their buttholes licked by Brennan. <laughs> no, that, that that one doesn't work. I don't think. Well, that that's what fucking he, Bryce's had a he fair. He drives through Parramatta on the way to work or something <laughs> when he was coaching the with kids, was he? <laughs> <laughs> just, just got just got a man the fucking Paramount car wash for fucking <laughs> clean the undercarriage of fucking <laughs> oh no fucking Manu Mau <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> looking levious Paraverse Warriors is like a guy with whiskey dick they pick up when the girl's vulnerable and look like they're in but then it comes down to time to perform they're sloppy can't get up to do the job and end up leaving an embarrassment that everyone laughs at there's, way, there's just way too much real life pathos in that tweet. I'm fucking stopped here. Yeah. How how is who's this everyone that's laughing at you after you can't fuck the girl, obvious? I mean, the, the term, does the term keep a lid on shit? <laughs> mean well, anything? Well, no, 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 no. Why is every, who's everyone and why are they watching? <laughs> like. <laughs> Because if they're not actually there, if you're not actually selling grandstand seating, yeah. then you're telling them about. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, D. Matea. Mm, that win was so juicy. Defense on point, so fucking sexy. Eels can suck this dick from the front. I want to look you in the eyes, deep, deep into your soul, <laughs> and see your dreams crushed under this veiny bully, Luke Cock. Fuck yeah. His tweets are getting. Very fucking special cage lately, and pretty unsettling to be honest. Jay Bartley ninety. Apparently, to start a sponsorship with Flight Center, jump on board our Hain Plane special pre-book flights to Bali for Mad Monday because we know damn well you won't be doing anything else in <laughs> September. Hashtag crash and burn. Hashtag JH three seventy. Very good. Broncos twenty eight to feed the Roosters twenty two at Suncorp. Crowd just over a tick over twenty nine thousand. Um, Broncos 28 came from tries to Oates. Uh, double tie Sarko, uh, Stags and Roberts also with tries. Sarko, four of five conversions. The Roosters 22 came from a double to Kiri. Isaac Liu and Boyd Corden also with tries. Latrell Mitchell, three of four conversions. Mm. Yeah, the- what a funny old game this game was. Yes, it was funny. 
enjoyable for a neutral. It was very enjoyable despite the missed tackles and mistakes. Yes. Sometimes when games, not so much missed tackles, but sometimes when games with with errors, with handling errors, it just drives them into this fucking unwatchable yeah. quagmire the, yeah. which they can't escape. Yeah. But this was actually it was, it was a very entertaining game. I mean, it was the and you had the entertaining game of two halves out there on the on the left hand side there with Mitchell uh, all over the fucking top of Roberts and, and completely making him his bitch and then the second half, you know, Roberts got some payback. Um it was it was just it was a it was a strange game. Yeah. Look it's out of that though, you know, obviously those two guys are you know in in all the media origin teams, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that, that's who picks them these days. Yep. Freddie Fitler, you know, he's come out and, and he's bagged Maloney for, for defence and he's had a crack at a couple of other people too. Yep. The first thing I'd be doing is with both of those guys, going to them and saying, you're not playing state of origin until you show me that you cannot take things personally with somebody on the side because that's exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. They were both out there to outdo each other, mm-hmm. not for their team to win a fucking football game. Yep. Like both of the times when um, you know, they've, they've scored on each other, it was a rush-up. Yeah, It was just a fucking rush-up going for the hero play yep. instead of shutting it down yeah, with the rest of the defensive so line, trying like to like a dominant hit on, just actually exactly. stay in your line you know? and fucking work. Is, yeah. yeah, especially when both of them are, if they're selected, it'll be for their attacking prowess. Yeah, all they had to do was have a fucking baseline in defence that wasn't shit. And you get guys, you know? yeah. If you, yeah, and if you get guys like you know Gay Guy and like English and stuff like that, just talking shit to them, like you know, wind <laughs> them up. Like that. They're fucking. <laughs> Yeah. I'll get fucking raped. doesn't matter how fast exactly. they are. Exactly. I'll get raped. Exactly. Because they're fucking loose units. And until, you know, on that edge, how many, you know, Darius Boyd has made a fucking career out of Greg Inglis mind fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But um, on on that, though, I, I am a big fan of that left edge, left side of the Roosters. Yep. Especially when you got Kiri coming back through on the inside. Um, you know, I, I think so much so these days, the the centres to winger is the play. Um, even though you don't tend to get your centres one on one with each other anymore, mm-hmm. not, not so much like the old days. But when you get somebody with Kiri speed and footwork who's coming back in, fuck, that's hard to defend against. Yep. And you you saw it time and time again. Yep. In in that game. Um. On that though. The Roosters' forwards, yeah, you look over, you know, I thought um, you know, Isaac Liu was good. Um, I thought Takiyaho was good. Yep. Very good. There wasn't really anyone else. You know, Napa, before he got sent off, he, he obviously came out and he was trying to prove a point as well. Yep. It's, it's origin type. Um, there, there really wasn't anyone else in that forward pack who stood up and really wanted to get in and fucking get gritty. Then on the other side, you... You look at the Broncos, and here you got a bunch of guys. You got Pangai, you got Offahangawa, you got Sua. Th- these guys aren't superstar rep players mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, well, they probably will yeah. be. But they look to be playing with so much more fucking intent. They were running harder for longer, and that's what got the Broncos on the front foot. 
Well, and and just the, the just the mistakes. It looked like, especially through like the first sort of what fifty minutes, it looked mm-hmm. like the, the Roosters were just the better side, and it yep. was a matter of time. And they got themselves in the position, and then just honestly, just the f- errors are what stopped them from getting the lead earlier and having a mm-hmm. bigger lead. And then just just dumb shit like you know Mitchell missing that goal mm-hmm. at the end there, which would have given them an eight point lead and probably would have just snuffed out the any chance of the Broncos yep. fighting back. That's it. Um, and then obviously, you know, the, the binning and everything, I mean, is what it is. But um, that's it. When, when you miss a, an easy goal uh, to go up eight points with, you know, what how much was left? Like, you know, probably, you know, 10 minutes left or something like that. Yeah. Eight minutes left, something like that. Not much. And, um, and even the best kickers miss them. Yeah. But you tell me... That was a regulation one. That was one of those ones where they never spit it over. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. But you tell me that uh, Robert's getting back in and scoring the way he did yeah. didn't have a fair bit to do with that goal being missed. Yeah. Possibly. But, um... But, yeah. This, uh, but, the, I mean, the Broncos, they they, they, completed, they completed well in a game that was uh, fairly error, felt, felt fairly error-riddled. On their side, they were okay, though. I mean, they completed over 80%. The Roosters, just hold, hold the fucking ball. I mean, like, they, they killed themselves. This, this game was... It was you couldn't believe it at the end that the Roosters were winning this game easily yep. in terms of the gameplay mm-hmm. until they weren't. Yeah. And unfortunately for them, it was like the very fucking end when the yep. last five or six minutes when that happened. So um, just just mind-blowing. And, and as a, if I was a Roosters fan for this game and uh, or, you know, if you were the Roosters, Roosters coaching staff, this would have been just such a fucking frustrating yeah. game. Like, just just so frustrating. There's two points I should have banked. Oh, hang on. Uh, there we are. Was that after? What's that? I'm trying to think. I said that Robert's try was after. Robert's try was after he missed the goal. Yeah, no, his try was after he missed the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, it wasn't the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was their last try. They didn't score anything after that. Yeah. The Corden try. Yep. Um, okay. Where are we? Uh, Devon Head. Friday night football to be renamed Broncos kissed on the dick tonight footy. No, I didn't think it was too mm-hmm. bad. Mr. Underscore Wars. Hashtag so brave. You can't claim that. At Alpha Ben RL. Our right hand side was weak, especially Cronk. At least Wayne shows uh, at least Wayne shows emotion. Depressing result. Great game though. Also massive brawl in the crowd for extra value. Fuck. Um How did that get no airplay? Yeah, I know. And Mario Siegs. That was a fun game to watch. Latrell and Roberts with some great plays and awesome tension at the end. Rugby league at its best. And he's uh, hashtag, hashtag you know, talk the game up. Troy underscore 79. Typical Twitter tonight. One of the more enjoyable games of the season. And everyone wants to bitch and moan about one bad call. That one bad call didn't ruin the game, you dopey cunts. I assume he's referring to, what, the the Napa? Yeah. Simbinning? Yeah. And look, I don't think it was a bad call. I think it was a, it was a technically correct call that's just not made enough. Uh, and so it was, it, was, it was uncommon, but it wasn't bad. If you really want to get into it, though. Yeah. Did Sims go off for an HIA? I fucking don't remember. I'm sure. I'm sure he did, didn't he? Well, he would have to have. No, no, no. Before he got fucking laid out by Napa. Oh, beforehand. He was in another fucking hit. Oh, that I don't recall. Where he had fucking more claret coming out of his head than a fucking squirter at the time of the month. Yeah. It. It was fucking horrible. Okay. I'm not sure he went off the field. I don't know if Borazzi should have even been there to get hit by Napa. Oh, but, I mean, that's beside the point, too. So, Cronulla definitely should have told him about that. <laughs> Titans 33 defeated the Knights 26 at Hope Solo Coliseum. A touch over 11,000 in their reported fake crowd. Uh, <laughs> <this> <laughs> Titans 33 tries double to Sunny 
Uh, Dark Copley, Anthony Don, and AJ Brimson also have a tries. Um, Gordon, two or three conversions. Ash Taylor got two and a field goal. And, um, oh, sorry, a penalty goals to Flash and one to Ash Taylor as well. And then the Knights, 26, tries to Sione, Matautia, uh, Herman, SESE, Kensio, Callum Ponga, and Lamb, four or four conversions and a penalty goal. Yeah, it was a good old blow-for-blow blow game. You know, most Look, of the... the thing about the Knights is they are a fucking stupid team. Yes. Without without the steady hand, last year I guess they were a stupid team with yes. spirit. Guess what? That's exactly what they are now. <laughs> the only time this season they haven't been that is when they've had Mitch Pearce there. Yeah, to be the guy that actually stops them being so fucking stupid and settles them down. I mean, the way they handled that fucking sin binning. When when did that sin binning happen? But that was the time of the game where. It looked like that the it looked like I'm just trying to find where this fucking sim binning happened because that was the point there where you thought okay here we go with the um here we go for the knights and they just bottled it almost instantaneously. It did look and and again both of the teams I thought were equally uninspiring. You know the the tries that came through were were more due to just very poor defensive reads in what weren't overly complex situations. Yep. Uh, the the Titans did a better job of just getting bodies around the football. You know, when you get a situation where there's a ball in the air and you've got two fullbacks genuinely contesting for it, mm-hmm. un- unless there is a blatant knock-on, yep. the team with the most bodies around the ball tend to come up with a better result. Yep. You know, if you get a bat back, yep. you've got five and there's one person trying to score the try yep you're going to stop them yep you know same thing if you've got five people there and only one person defending the try line instant fucking overlap it's not Mm -hmm. fucking hard um the knights more so just look look to still be a little bit unsure in their defensive structures you know skd was was really fucking all over the shop he wasn't sure whether to stay out or come in or push up or what was going on so I don't yep. know if that's a communication issue with them or whether it was just a case of they were nervous about something they'd seen at the time but for the the Titans to to overcome the sin binning to stay in touch they would have had the ghosts of some fucking floggings in their head this year and you know with about sort of uh, you know I want to say like around 15 minutes 15-20 minutes left they were down the Knights Mm. had it 26-18 yep and a a team a football team that's not a fucking stupid team and at the time they probably had Titans probably still had a guy in the bin at that point as well and at that point I mean you can start to close a game down yes and what did they do? They proceeded to let Titan score another two fucking tries yeah. on him and two or three tries and yeah, yeah, fucking field goal and yeah, yeah. And field goal was really just one of those, you know, stats patty, you know, last minute sort of things, just to absolutely remove all possibility of a converted try. You know, I like to, I like like to think that every time he does it, yep, he's saying, "Hey Wayne, look at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can kick him. <laughs> yeah, I can kick him when it counts. <laughs> give me the ball. I'll take it. I want to take it. I'll, I'll give me the pressure. I want to do it." But you had one of those, Wayne. Yes. And now look at you, you're getting sacked. <laughs> Cobra Burgers. Gee, I hate how the Knights lost that one. Painful to watch. 
was as a, as a neutral. It was painful to watch too. Uh, Alpha Ben RL. Titans versus Knights was like a game of hoops. Lead changing every five minutes. Pong is coast to coast try. Wow. Only marred by the fact that I hate seeing a Titans win. How can you hate seeing a Ooh. Titans win? That's like the most benign form of fucking win from a neutral perspective there, there is, yeah. isn't it? Like if they're not playing your team, yeah. what do you care? <laughs> it's the Titans, man. That's like, doesn't have every day. Yeah. Like, what's that fucking Hollywood movie where there's a whole team of rejects? And they all come together? The Titans are basically fucking people that have been cut from other clubs. Yeah. You know? Cattle Dog Blue. Following the Knights is like the bloke who keeps banging his head against the wall because it feels good when he stops. Fuck. Okay. And Little Buffalo. Ponga Hype was bigger than Merryweather's ego, yet he surpassed the hype and some. Great to watch. A genuine future immortal. Adopt good, him, stepdad. He? Well, you got to adopt him. Yeah. Uh, He's over 18. Fucking pay for his own <laughs> shit. <laughs> Rabbitohs 20 defeated the Cowboys 19 up there at 1,300 teeth. Uh, just over 14,000 in attendance. The uh, Rabbitohs 20 came from tries to Cook and Burgess. Reynolds 2 of 2 conversions and 4 of 4 penalty goals. The Cowboys 19 came from a double to Antonio Winstein. Uh, Thurston 2 of 2 conversions and 3 of 3 penalty goals. And Michael Morgan with the field goal. Yeah. What can you say about the poor old Cowboys? The fucking the, the the rabbits did it a bit easy up the middle in the beginning of this one. Yeah. And I, I I sat back and I thought, okay, he he comes fucking fifty nil. Yeah. Because the bunnies can put a sum on people. Yeah. When, when they get in that mood, but just like when they played the knights recently, it was the same thing. They got off to a blinding start. They were fucking just cruising points on the board, mm-hmm. and then they got clawed back. Yes. Yeah. You know? And. And I, I, I don't want to go out and say that, okay, this is the bunny's MO from here on in. Yep. But it's definitely something I think they need to be conscious of, of taking their foot off the gas a little bit, especially when they get out to early leads. Yep. Um, you know, getting put down a man for descent is tough. Did it ever come out what he said? I didn't hear. I, yeah, I... Fuck, that, that's an odd one to me. Unless the person has said something to the ref as in, you know, you're a cheat or you're this or you're that or whatever it is, I think a lot of the times it's just frustration. Yep. And yeah, it's not nice to swear anybody and swear words don't make you big or clever, but fucking man up your whistle-toting cunt. (laughs) Like, (laughs) seriously. Um, Then Burgess going off injured again. Has he found, has he got a new girlfriend or has he you found a hobby or I don't know because he seems to be doing everything he can to not play for South Sydney. <laughs> like, the doctors made him go back. Yeah, he's like fucking clinger. It fucking mash. <laughs> he's constantly trying to get his discharge. He's just trying to get fucking home. <laughs> but no, um, Craig Inglis as well. Just he he looks as strong as ever. But I've watched the replay of his break and his run, I reckon about a dozen times. Yeah. And I can't tell if he's fast or slow. (laughs) Like, he strides fucking 20 metres long. Yep. But I can't tell if that's why he appears to be going fast and he's actually not, or if he's actually fast. But, um, yeah, on on fast, cook again for the bunnies. I I think he's edged out Isaac Luke. 
in how crucial a hooker is to a team? I don't know. Isaac Luke, they seem to be an absolute rabble without him. And I think we're going to find out what South are like without Cook because I think he's got to, he's got to get the origin job yes. right. Yeah. I, I think he's on par with fucking, what's his name at Canberra? Yeah. The fucking Pom. The, yeah. yeah. I can't remember his fucking as in, name. As important, he, as impo- in, yes. in his importance to his side. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's definitely. I mean, fuck. I mean, yeah. One of the huge differences this team this year is the speed and uh, mm. and the ability they have from dummy half, which they certainly yeah. did not have with one half hour. No, and never would have. No, with one half hour. Fuck, he's going to come back during Origin. And the ending of the game. I mean, imagine the Cowboys at home getting that getting that one on them. Yeah. Uh, look, unfortunate, but you know they're calling him this year. Fucking spoke. I- if someone's offside, and I've watched it, he was never fucking square at marker. Yep. yep. He was offside. Mm-hmm. Reynolds did a fucking beautiful job of managing that, though. Yeah. He shanked the fuck out of that yeah. kick. Yeah. <laughs> just to be sure of it. Um, interesting note, though, too, with the Cowboys, with Morgan taking the field goal. Yes. That That's Thurston shot every fucking day of the week in any other game leading up to this point in time. And I don't know whether that was just Morgan at the time going... Better option. I think it was just a better option it. at the time. That's what I thought. Mm. Because, like you said, it is Thurston shot. It is Thurston shot and, every time. And Thurston was set up for it. He was yep. back, and he yep. was to the left of the posts. Yep, yep. So. I thought it was more just a shock and awe. I thought, you know, like, give him a different look. Yeah. <sighs> All right, tweets. Mr. Barjas. Matt Scott's got a nasty gash. Damn you, this week in league. I can't watch footy anymore without hearing Hope Solo references everywhere now. Uh, Twill Magician. Very proud bunny tonight. Dug deep, had some key injuries, and still beat a team that's had the wood over us in recent years. Couldn't care less how we won that. Up the Rabbitohs. And uh, Martin score Aaron. Uh, narrow winter Souths. A very excited Angus Crichton. High fours his teammates. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty Manly Seagulls 24 defeated. The smash fucking destroyed, demoralised, probably derailed the entire season. The Melbourne Storm 4 down at their home shit at the Korean housewife a crowd of just over 13,000 in attendance the uh, Manly 24 came from tries to right Uate Tommy Turbo and Moses Suli getting on the board for his new club um, conversions we had uh, Hodkinson grabbing one and penalty goals to two to Hodkinson and one to Cherry Evans and the Storm two penalty goals to Munster mm. very I mean look, to go down to Melbourne very fucking pleasing to go down to Melbourne and keep the storm fucking trialless in a massive win. Now, I don't want to go plucking the audio out of last week's episode because, quite frankly, I don't have the time. I'm a busy man. But I am certain that I said, Manly 13+, plus. no, not only 13+, plus. find yourself a line for 19 and get on that because it's free money. And Fantastic. I made, and uh, look, I'm just saying, it was paying $13. Seven dollars. I didn't. I didn't even get on it myself. I mean, honestly, I just went to thirteen plus, and that was seven dollars though. So I mean, it's still very nice. You like very those? Nice. You like those fuckers that write in the financial papers? And they they pick a stock and they're like fucking all over that shit, and then it comes out. So did you buy any? Fuck no. Well, no, I did get. I did get on the thirteen, but I didn't. I didn't get on the nineteen. But um, yeah, thirteen dollars. Mm. It's uh fucking tasty. Um, just the. This team, the Achilles heel through the losses that they had in that stretch last month was 
just discipline, conceding fucking penalty on, upon penalty upon penalty, giving teams like, you know, fucking 100% possession for a five minute stretch of the game at which mm. they can see to try or something and, you know, and they're just fucked and that's the end of the, and, mm. you know, it's the, end of the game. Um, this time though, they had uh, Jake Turbo sent off, you know, a couple of minutes before half time. That was the opportunity for the Storm to fucking, you know, start to press their advantage and everything over the, those crucial five minutes either side of the break. Mm. Couldn't do it. Um, there was a period after the after the the big Simbini thing where where it was uh, 12, 12 to eleven in their favour on the field. Once again, that's another chance for, for the Storm to to press their advantage. But in fact, the, Manly that's when they got on top when they were down to eleven men, and to see them fucking running rampant and destroying guys like fucking Addo Carr and 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 fucking Vooney out wide. Mm. With less men on the field, yeah, is fucking is is great. It was great to see. It was it was as phenomenal to see and as fun to see as it was fucking bewildering. Is that what the fuck is happening? <laughs> how is this? How is this even possible? Bellamy must have been absolutely fucking livid. Yes, like just the I, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, and so I I hate to think what the fuck he was thinking. Um, Trent Hodgkinson instantly paying dividends. I mean, when he came on, uh, and he'll be starting this week through necessity, but when he came on, you can instantly... Things just got fucking calm, and options just started appearing on both sides. Yeah. He was instantly the the exactly what this fucking team needs, and I love to see what he does over eighty minutes because he looked he looked good. I mean, and plus he's got the goal kicking, and he's the second option field goal kicking, or just you know things like repeat sets and things. Like, it's just going to be such a good addition to the side. Um, I, I do fear though in this game that I think that Cherry Evans may have played himself into Origin, and probably like a, probably like in a you know. In a in a role like a four in a in a Are you fourteen, serious? yeah, You're serious? yeah, I'm dead serious. When Appy got when Appy got simbined, the fucking shit, the, the 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 speed and the service that he was giving from dummy half and shit is exactly the sort of crap that the, that they'll pick him, they'll put him in fourteen in Origin, wow. which I don't want him to play Origin unless he's starting, and like in the halves. So you've However, got so you've got in Hunt. I don't, I, I haven't I haven't thought no, no, just, too much about it, but I think yeah I think you probably would start with uh with Hunt and just Morgan. Just imagine your mum and dad a brother and sister for a second. Okay. You got Hunt, Morgan, yep. yep. Munster. Yep. You've got to pick a six, seven, and fuck it, let's say nine. Well, this is the thing. I think that they'd have him in as that as 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 like as that sort of thing as like a nine, like not a starting one. It was like a replacement. So it was a 14? Yeah. That's so what, that's so the role that Morgan previously played? Yeah, I think so. you got to remember, Morgan hasn't been fucking great this year either. I mean, he'll get there just via incumbency. Exactly. Queensland is very strong on incumbency, yeah. so I mean, he'll get there via that, but it wouldn't surprise me at all to see um, that sort of role for... I fucking Cherry's. hope he plays. Oh, I hope he doesn't. I hope he does. I, I, I really... Like, I, I, want, I want my guys to be successful... But not at the expense of the t- not expense of the club side, and uh, yes. I'm sorry. That's a that's a, I, I know it's a selfish way to be, and I don't give a fuck. That's no. how it is. We don't have the fucking we don't have the healthy bodies to fucking cover origin. I'll fuck, I'll, <laughs> origin look, outs. I'll back you every fucking day of the week on your priorities are club, yes, state, yes, country, correct, and even the the second two are fucking interchangeable. Oh, because no one's ever not played for Australia. So they could play for New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In you terms know. of how we re- how we're releasing yeah. our players and stuff, but even in terms of like you know how I care about wins as well, and you know and and the fact that you know caring about whether Australia wins things or not, 
there's a couple of things. One, they they kind of always do, so it's it's a bit like meh. Yeah. But also, sometimes you know they play games where for them to lose is actually good for yeah the international That's game it. a little bit, you know. 100%. But um, but yeah, oh, mm. you know, it's it's club daylight, mm. more daylight, club reserve grade. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about going that Plague. far. How <laughs> <laughs> <Hail> Matt. <laughs> um, it, this, this Melbourne side, you know, the, there was a lot made that this was. Was it Billy Slater's the oldest player to make his debut at captain? Yep. Or played the most games before any captaincy, whatever the fuck yep. it is. Um, Go and tell the homeless cunts about your fucking 0% winning record as captain, mate. I'm, I'm fucking loving this shit. <laughs> now, there's fucking dissension in the Queenslander ranks. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Billy, Billy's out there doing that. I'm not asking for it. But if I'm giving it, yeah, I'll yeah. do the and he and so is fucking English. They're gonna give it to English, though, right? They've got to give it to English, yeah. Got it. This they're stupid. They're not fucking stupid. <laughs> like, um, but the, that Melbourne side looks like they're unsure of how to get out of a hole, and and that's been yeah. a, a a Melbourne thing for a long time. Yeah, they were fantastic front runners. Yeah. They were experts at getting in, and when it was equal, yep. or they were slightly ahead, they'd just chip away and chip and away. They and close it, they could close it down. <laughs> That's it. Like you wouldn't believe it. They'd, they'd always struggled playing from the back. This year, they, in, instead of struggling to play from the back, they seemed to capitulate. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, look it, but in in this game, let's say there there were there were some extenuating circumstances that they handled far worse as well. Obviously, we had like you know the big biffo and all that sort yep. of thing, and uh, they absolutely lost their lost their shit. And this and this whole new generation of of manly players got indoctrinated because like Cherry Evans is the only one that's ever had any history with the Storm, like through those through the the big big you know like the Brookie brawl and all this yep. sort of stuff. He's the only he's the only guy left from that era. Fuck. So now you've got this whole generation of new guys that have been introduced to fucking smashing the storm and hating yeah. the storm. And you can just see that, like, yeah, like, like, Suley fucking love Like, yeah. these kids, they fucking love it. And, like, you see Suley, like, he, when he nearly killed Slater. Slater was sitting there, like, half groggy out of it after he got stomped at the end by Suley. <laughs> and it was, just, it was just fucking beautiful to see. Yeah. But, um, uh,. I'll tell you, I'll I'm just going through my notes here. You uh, are, man. Fuck, he's playing for a contract, all right. I don't think since he started playing for a contract, I don't think that he's dropped the fucking ball, <laughs> dropped the high ball. He's beast mode some tries, scored some fucking great tries. I don't fucking care anymore because Mansell re-signed with Penrith. Yeah, so that puts you out of the so market. We don't have or? a fucking spot for him. Oh yeah, but you got garbage Lesniak, so I mean, you might want to upgrade on him. You got the, you got the, you got the, the worst. No, we've got the good one. <laughs> Maybe he wants to go play with his brother when Nathan goes out to play with his dad. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the, the, you know the party's in full swing again. Here's the thing. Yeah. As as well as Ivan does with that club, if you put the fire out in the dumpster, mm-hmm. it's still a fucking dumpster. <laughs> a dumpster that's not on fire <laughs> is not a nice fucking place to live. Yeah, it's still a dumpster. Yeah. It, yeah. Right. And the, and the other thing is, is like I mean, there was obviously a, a a huge element of luck in terms of the way the ball broke, but that fucking kicked Cherry Evans and it fucking curved inside the yeah. sideline. That I think that that might be the single moment where Craig Bellamy lost years off his life, or members of families of the Storm Club lost years off their yeah, life yeah. because the to, way because that was that was honest, fucking Addo Carr, fastest player on the field. I. 
Yeah. And I, for I, him to get fucking I think those trumped. days are well behind him, though. Honestly. Yeah. I think Bellamy is mentally out of that place. You know? He's, he's checked out. He's already preparing for Brisbane, is that he, what you're saying? Well, he, you know, he's still angry. Yeah. But for even for the last couple of years, he, he hasn't been... Fucking yeah, but no, he dead giveaway house Bellamy. No, but he's been ve- he's, he's he's been very careful how he manages that shit though. You see what he does now? He doesn't give the he does not give the telecast anything. He goes out the back and they switch up the telecast. They switch up when something goes wrong and he's gone. Yeah, and then they switch up five minutes later and, and he's, he's walked back, back in. And he's yeah. like, I'm better now. And you can yeah. just see out outside that back door, he's put his fucking holes all up and down that hallway probably. <laughs> There's dead bodies. It's like it's like fucking old boy. He's just gone up and down with a hammer, <laughs> but he comes back in. It's and he's like, oh, I'm better now. It's just bloody Jeffries <laughs> all up the fucking hall. <laughs> um, now, honestly, he and and maybe that's it. Maybe he's realised that at this point now, because where where he's previously had yeah Smith and Cronk and Slater yep. and a bunch of other guys, you know, who would stand up for the Bellamy way. Yep. And the rest of them would fucking toe the line. He can't drop these guys. What's he going to do? Drop fucking Goonie back to reserve grade. The thing is, they, up. The, the thing is, they didn't. They didn't play anymore. terribly. I don't think it was. I don't think it was his fault. I'm, I'm just talking but, about this year. Yeah, that there's been some inconsistencies in yeah. players that, yeah. that usually don't have them. Yeah, you know. Um, coaches are hamstrung these days, but I, but I, w- I wouldn't say that like any one particular player on that on that side had a fucking total barry either. No, I'm just using yeah. an example yeah. of you know the Melbourne Storm aren't where they want to be. Yeah, yeah. Does he start dropping a couple of players yeah. to get the message out that unless yep. you lift your game, no one's safe? Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, it's too fucking hard these days. Yeah, so. it's a bit like Matty Wright, fucking slow, safe hands. Slow fucking up against Ado Car. Yeah. Not only does Ado Car not get away or fucking get a try at any point, he fucking beats him on this fucking okay. heads up, never say die play, gets the ball down. So basically, like what you're saying dead is ball Manly have played their fucking grand final. Yay. I, I you, thought they may have last week, yay. but then they come out and did it again you've, this week, so I think they're just heating up. You've beat Melbourne. You will join the esteemed club of other members that also include the West Tigers. Yeah, fucking who. You get the Jamie Lyon Award for insignificance. We'll have to wait and see if you fucking get the... You, get, you can beat the Melbourne Storm. Any club that's got you and the Tigers in it, I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> you, say, you, say, you say you want to lose to the West Tigers to exclude yourself from that club? Well, any club... Oh, sorry, lose to, the, lose to the Storm? To any club that has you and the West Tigers in it also includes teams that won't be playing finals football. My, my, a, 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 <laughs> club that, a club that does include those sides would be teams that have... Uh, Won premierships since you were making viable semen. I got a tissue in the car. I'll show you. <laughs> oh, was a tissue from two thousand and three or whatever? No, no. If you leave them around, the fucking ants get on them. Seriously, <laughs> oh, I did that one. Woke up a little while ago, and there were fucking ants all through them. Oh, what are you, where are you, you know, I'm looking for the, you know, if I fucking had a biscuit in bed or something I didn't know about, what the fuck is this? Hey, oh yeah, you had a biscuit, you had the whole so, fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm fucking oh. worried that there's like some six-legged fucking hybrid <laughs> ant jays fucking running around. Uh, and, and Curtis Scott, I, I pity Curtis Scott any game he comes up against because every team... Well, maybe not every team, but but certainly every team has the, the guy that would be their pestiest guy in the team. And now, 
like when they play Penrith, for example, mm. you're going to get fucking Peachy at him from fucking minute one mm. to minute 80. Yeah. Fucking his entire head out of the game forever. Yes. Because he now, Curtis Scott has revealed himself to be one of the only players in the NRL and the only one I can remember this year who's in that particularly stupid fucking club of like your, Powder keg. your Mitch Allgoods, your fucking yeah. Carl Webbs, these players that are just fucking stupid, so dumb that they can get roped into doing ridiculous shit yeah. that it can potentially lose their, their team a grand final That's or like, you know, an important yep. match. Um, to be so mentally mm. fucking fragile, mm. to just to fall for fucking bait like that, yeah. unbelievable. He's probably safe against Souths because he can't fucking understand anything any of the forwards are saying. I wonder who, yeah, because like, yeah, the the bird the bird eh. would, the bird would be lippy. Eh, you'd never be anything, eh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> What'd you say? You call me governor. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> eh. <laughs> I had a fucking brother. <laughs> <laughs> eh. eh Rusty, eh, my mom. <laughs> They're, they're, they're self-smashing themselves to try and get on these kid. That's how mentally weak he is. They're just like saying shit about themselves and he's fucking going, how dare you talk about yourself that way? <laughs> well, he's young. Uh, yeah. You can't disrespect your mother like that. I'm a male feminist. Crack. <laughs> Did you just assume your mother... <laughs> Oh, now we're turning him just into fucking hothead little fucking bogan child. We're turning him into like yeah. some kind of fucking. Well, no, there is a fucking <laughs> millennial cunt with a mustache in Melbourne. Yeah. Who deconstructed his football team? Yep. Mm. All right, we've got well enough done, about this. Cobra Burgers calling it Trent Hodkinson pickup of the year. Look, I'd say Suli at this stage, but I mean Hodkinson. Look, you know, I'm I'm hopeful. I mean, he'll be certainly good through the you know the next little. Are you saying there. manly only there? Sorry. Say manly only. No, no, I'm saying I'm, saying, I'm, just, entire, I'm, I'm saying the to, entire the entire NRL. Yeah, I've, I've looked at fucking 16 million futures, and you know how many have that? That's the right answer. All of them. None. All of them. None. All of them. No. <laughs> I click Incorrect. my I click my fingers and make all your other fucking little bitch buys of the year disappear. Who would be the next fucking who Who else is a buy of the year? I'm trying to think. Matt Moylan's a better fucking buy Fuck than Hawkinson. Fuck off. Well, James Maloney's obviously the fucking buy of the year. Yeah, no. But yes. he's, in, he's in the conversation. Yeah. He's in the conversation. No. He, I, I grant that. He's there. Moylan, you've got, to be fucking, you've got to be fucking on drugs. I'm saying that's how bad fucking Hodkinson is. Hey, Hodkinson is fucking magnificent in his one appearance. He's, he's one for one. He's, 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 he's only... Ba- he's 100%. Maloney has had fucking two or three games where he's, he's been rat shit. So, uh, so he's, not, he's not at 100%. Hodkinson is at hundred oh, percent. I see you have a certificate there from the uh, James Chapman School of Statistics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm not saying because I, I, I'm disagreeing with Cobra Burgers. I'm saying, look, let's wait and see because it's actually Sully. Yes. The uh, underscore old underscore Mish Hamish. His uh, his name is Perinara is guaranteed to be rock hard with all this simbining he's been doing. That guy can fucking lose control of a game. Mm. He can lose control of a game. Uh, Constantly looks fucking stressed. Yeah, yeah. Mario Siegs, nothing can keep us down. 83 injuries, 11 players on the field, who cares? Manly, the greatest club and in the face of the greatest adversity ever faced by a sporting team, we triumph. 
Oh yeah. Look, I mean that was that was about my team, and I'm still even doing. You're taking shit too far sometimes. <laughs> Underscore JDHD, what a fucking game. The Gooch lost his fucking mind. A send-off. Three Sinbins, a punch-ups, fucked-up Sinbin timers. Will Chambers Gandalfing it, props in open space, and old mate Huxley running over Slater to score. Rugby fucking league. <laughs> uh, Leroy Brown, 1978. The first time ever I'm not looking forward to this week's podcast because my team suck. It's been very lippy, the lippiest of Storm fans, except for except for old mate Super Grover, who was very quiet. He was up there fucking huffing petrol at, at Bathurst or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking car thing. Um, later to appear in Tour Tourist. Does tweets. Three months ago, Moses Suli was a meme. Fast forward today, and a fit and happy Moses Suli scores a try against the Premiers in an emphatic win. Funny what a club with a solid foundation can do for a young player. No, he's still a Indeed. meme. Indeed. The Dragons, 25, defeat the Raiders, 18. Out at Mudgee, a crowd of just a tick under 9,000 in attendance. And the Dragons, 25, came from tries to DeBellin, Widdop, Dufty. Uh, Widdop, three of three conversions, three of three penalty goals and a field goal. The Raiders, 18, came from tries to Kotrick, Leilua and Rappina. Croker, two of three conversions and a penalty. Hang on. I'm fucking waffling about Manly for so long. I lost my place. <laughs> The fucking scribble. That was like a fucking Unabomber yeah, manifesto. <laughs> it says Walker is still Peachy's bitch. Um, there we are. You didn't spell Peachy right. That was grammatically incorrect. Fuck's sake, what are you doing, man? You seem to be a fucking child. I mean, do you want a crayon for your iPad? You sure you don't want to draw all over the grass, all over the glass on the front of the screen? Continue. Defending fucking old vagina eye there. Dragons. Um, the, the Raiders came out and, you know, they, they're obviously intent on getting off to a good start and fucking made, made the Dragons pay the price for for not playing to the whistle. It was old mate Sims trying to milk a bullshit fucking cunt penalty for an obstruction. And unfortunately, as soon as he threw all his fucking... his hands in the air, all his mates stopped tackling as well. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... This dragon side again. You, you talk about mental fortitude in teams like the the Warriors and and the like. I I honestly don't think they care what the score is, yep. what the time is left to go, what tackle it is. They're just in there to do a fucking job, taking it one play at a time. They get in there and they're doing that. And and it was like when they played the Sharks. Errors and mistakes didn't really seem to phase them. They just seemed to, okay, well, okay, it's going to happen and all we can do now is, is get on with our job. Um, I did like this game, how Cook was playing a, a bit more direct up the middle. Uh, you know, there was that, that offload he had that, that led to that fantastic Widdop try, or try that uh, Widdop ended up finishing off. Um, the McInnes, McInnes. Uh, McInnes, yeah, yeah. fucking hell. Um how the fuck do I get them confused? Well, they're pretty much the same guy, except one one is a Cletus version of... He's like an Earth Cletus no, version. No, I'm saying they don't even fucking play for the same team. <laughs> no, no. Um, they're, all, they're, all, they, 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 they're, they're trying to. New South Wales. They are. That's where you fell into but, the hole. Uh, yep. Again, a couple of key things for, for the Dragons. If anything, and and I'm not trying to critique them here, but I, I did struggle to, to come up with some negative points for the Dragons. The worst thing I can say about him is they look a bit tired. You know, that early season. I just think that this pace. game was just one of those games. Teams teams are not at one hundred percent every single yeah. time, but you know, teams that have aspirations to to win the comp, 
and to you know finish in a you know yep. in a advantageous position on the ladder at the end of the season. They overcome the you know the the lethargic performances, and they yeah. still find a way to win. And this was, and that's exactly that's what, what this did. was. That's yeah. what this was. Listen, the, the early season pace they had is, I think, unsustainable. Yeah, that's and right. And then you get certain things like you know, I'm, I would fucking hope that every team, like we said last week, when you play in the Raiders, if there's a short side, and fucking BJ's in dummy half, they're going mm-hmm. to the fucking winger. Like, yep. it's just going to happen every yep. fucking time. Same thing. Any time the Raiders get any sort of penalty, fucking get back and set yourself for the quick tap. Any time there's yeah. any sort of fucking penalty, look for fucking hero poster boy Rapner. That was that sequence was fucking embarrassing, it, though. Like, uh, length of the field, two penalties, two yep. quick taps, fucking yep. off you go. Embarrassing. And, and it's amazing the way that they finally decide to, you know, let these go more often. Yeah, and uh, and see th- and you get shit like that, and I mean that was it's a combination of one they're letting the, they're letting the, the the quick taps go more mm. often, and secondarily they're sinbinning people for getting in the road yeah. all the time now, so yep. people are too afraid, and you know, and, and, and when you got a guy like Rappina, once you get past that initial line, who's too scared to step in yeah. front of him because they're going to get sent to the bin for yep. ten minutes, that's it. Let's fucking shut the gate exactly because you, you know you get through there, and it's done. So um, on that side, you know, you get Rapina who who was smart enough to do that, but then on the other end, you know, again in this age where there's fucking cameras on everything, everyone sees everything that you do. Players are falling down on suspicion. You know that's a defensive tactic. Yep. If if anyone fucking touches you, fall over, and then claim obstruction or claim this or claim that. You know, at worst. They're going to go and check it. You know, why is he fucking going in on runners yeah. who are about to score tries? I was impressed with the way that, that they ruled on it. I was seeing on Twitter that people were going, oh, you know, penalty try, penalty try, penalty try. Yeah. Um, I think they did the right thing there, but it, he just took out any slim sniff that Canberra had. Yeah. Because this game wasn't won until it was, you know, I guess, until that point. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Ryan F. The best. Uh, This is a troll account for sure. Pathetic by Raiders and Dragons. Those teams showed why they will not make the finals this year. Can't wait for the Roosters to play them and fuck them up. Hashtag Ryan F. Yeah. Hashtag We will pulverize them. Is he from New Jersey? (laughs) (laughs) Devonhead. Ugly wins are the best wins. Uh, underscore JDHD. This game was like watching a small puppy on railroad tracks before it gets pulled to safety at the last second. Relief at the end, but fuck, it was painful to watch. The Sharks, 22, defeat the Bulldogs, 16. Down there at Reclaim Australia Stadium, just over 14,000 in attendance. The Sharks, 22, tries the Lee, Holmes, Ramian and Pryor. Townsend, three of four conversions. The Bulldogs, 16, tries to... Josh Morris and double to Brett Morris and Umbai two penalty goals. Every time I think the Bulldogs are fucking improving, they turn around and remind me that they are the Bulldogs and their big retention was Aaron Woods and Kieran Forum. <laughs> and then I come back to reality and I feel sorry for the fucking nice Bulldogs fans. Oh yeah, you know them, do you? Well then I remember how they went after fucking Dean Fare's head. 
after <clears throat> all he tried to do was keep the fucking martial genetic line pure mm-hmm. for the sake of rugby league. Yes. Um, and then I wish them every bad thing and for the fleas of a thousand camels to infest their scrotums. <laughs> Fuck you all. Um, <laughs> this was, I guess, a game to the Sharks' liking. You know, we've spoken at length about how the Sharks will really enjoy these gritty get-down-and-fucking-belt-each-other styles yep. of games, and they're just better at it than I'd, I'd say anybody in the competition. Yep. You know, no one would even come close. Um, the... The dogs again, they just they look to be a little bit off the pace in most of their positions. You know, the Morris boys are fucking trying their absolute guts out. Like they're getting fucking brutally injured out there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got Josh and Ross with like he's what gone for about eight weeks now at this point. Yeah. I think. Um you know, is more effective at fullback than he fucking ever was at yep. at seven under the Hasler regime. Mm-hmm. Trying his absolute fucking guts out. Yep. But then you look around the park and you've got, you know, people like Hopper Jr., mm-hmm. who is fucking doing his best for a spot on the, the greatest thing that never was, 13. Well, he did, he, 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 he did have a, uh, he did have his time when he was at Manly and then Joseph Smith came and fucking, Yeah, you know. uh, Yeah, okay, so he won a premiership. Yep. And great, so is Dylan Walker. <clears throat> He's a reverse fucking hoju. What are you saying? He's fucking. He's, he's still amazing, though. What are you talking about? No, he's not. Of course he is. No, he's not. He's a fucking tremendous player. He's fucking horrid. <laughs> he's absolutely fucking horrid. <laughs> um, now then, you've got your your Jacksons and and those guys who are that guy good, is fucking yeah serviceable players, but they're just they they're going to get shown up by most most teams. You go around the league, and here you've got Jackson being a fucking rep player. Yeah. You go around the was. league, and I can name. I think, that's, it I, was. Think, I, think, I think those days are over. <laughs> it was, was, was. Yeah. There's a new breed that have come through. Yeah. You know, you you've got Woods, and and I would say even Clemmer's looking less effective. Clem was all right, though. With, wasn't he? He yeah, was again, yeah. he's all right, and this is what I'm saying. Across yeah. the park, the dogs have got these players who are yeah, okay, they're good, they're serviceable, but no one's going to get in and break games open for them. Yeah, but I mean, like, Clamour, to be fair, it was 256 metres. I mean, he had a fucking good game. He's better than serviceable in this game. <laughs> he had a great fucking game. How many metres did Aaron Wood have? 157. Okay. And, yeah, uh, Aaron Woods ran for more than 200 metres a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but Aaron Woods, you know, the stats don't tell the story. Exactly. Not saying, it's not the same with Clemmer though. I mean, Clemmer was fucking... Clemmer, I, I just had to... I only, the only reason I checked the stats was like, hang on a minute, fucking Clemmer yeah. was fucking good in this game. No, again, he was. Yeah. But he wasn't, you know, he he's running for a lot of metres, but he's not doing the same thing. When, when I talk about impactful props, I'm talking about people like Matt Scott at his best, mm-hmm. you know, who'd get in and make his fucking metres, but he'd also get in and shut down opposition front rowers. You know, when they yep. played Penrith a couple of weeks ago, he got in there and he handled single-handedly RCG. Yep. He just made that his mission, and that was his contribution to to that game. Um, I don't see the dogs with any strike anywhere. The closest they're getting is is by at fullback. Yep. There's only so much he can do. Yep. I hear. Mm. 
Uh, and of course, the best thing that happened in this game was uh, when we had Biggest Tiger tweeting about, look, you know, can we possibly get a Simbin in every single game in the round? <laughs> and it took until the fucking last minute of this game to get it. And uh, <coughs> that was the best moment yes. <laughs> of, uh, of the game. Um, where are we? Uh, this, this, this tweet fucking mystifies me. I put it in there because I just wanted to go at it. Uh, Ryan F for the best again. He said, oh, now, that may have been the best game of the year. It's not fair. I paid for the whole seat and I only used the edge. Hashtag ripper. Hashtag don't go to fucking... I wish I had better sniffer dogs at the fucking ground because you were on drugs <laughs> if you thought that was the best game of the round. <laughs> it would have been lucky to be in the top four. Yes. I mean, lucky to be in the top eight games of the round. Let's be fair. <laughs> uh, the GT351 underscore Johns. A weekend of rubbish. NRL fuckwits have made history. They've managed to fuck up calls in every game. Talk this shit up my ass. Sharks can go inject a peptide needle up their cheating ref-loving bungholes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Beerboy182. It's been a while since I've remembered the handing out a bag of dicks, even with being the form team of the comp, so I'm going to give GT351 underscore Johns five in a row this week. A bag of dicks each day to your next game slash loss. Can I, can I just remind all you refs faulting dogs fans <clears throat> that one of... How many games have we won this year? Two? Three. Yep. You've won three games this year. One of those was gifted to you because of an incorrect referee's call. So 33% of your wins this year yep. have come <coughs> from ref's fault going your way. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They don't speak, they don't listen to reason. You're wasting no. time. Uh, the Broken Chapo, Rugby League doesn't speak to me anymore, so I'm off to the Japanese Bug Fighting League. Hashtag go for a scorpion. And that's actually a thing. I've not watched any videos, but I'll you know, oh, really? look it up on YouTube, yeah. He had, he had a screenshot. That was, that, like, that was a thing when Windows Media Player was a thing. <laughs> well, you know, it's still going then, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, moved, it's moved up. We used to watch that on um, dial-up. <laughs> took you took a day to fucking queue up the episode to fucking get ready to stream. They're fucking bugs. They're not that long. <laughs> Seriously. I've, I've not watched You want some advice? Mind. Never bet against a wasp. <laughs> fucking Never. <laughs> The things you learn. Mm. Special K online with the final word. To that cuck who always tweets about peptides, look into my eyes while I come down the back of your throat, you cucktacular pussy of war. <laughs> Which then started off, I think I then, then copied, quote tweeted that to GT3 underscore Johns. And uh, there, was, there was back and forth with these two gronks just fucking doing it. It's fantastic. Previews this week, though, the first game we have was on a Thursday night at Suncorp. It's Broncos taking on the Parramatta Eels. And uh, look, we get our Kahu returning to the side. Um, Maguire may possibly return as well. He's just named to the, the Tuesday 21 list. Um, so I guess it's an outside chance or a chance. Look, the Broncos at home, unless they're playing Manly, at Smash on Manly. They're usually a you know, reasonable prospect. The Eels... I feel they're ba- they're 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 back in the hole again. They broke out briefly, and you know people started getting all excited that you know perhaps that the narrative might be back on, and here we go, they might no. go on a little bit of run. No, they're absolutely fucking cooked. And it doesn't matter that they they can they can fucking they can make a a prayer fucking dodecahedron. It won't make. 
<laughs> it won't make a, a lick of difference to uh, to the result of this game. Would I like to see the Parramatta Eels get the upset here, an emphatic one at that? Yes, yes, I would. Will it happen? No, no, it won't. The, the Broncos have been surprised at Suncorp once this year by the Titans. Yep. I don't expect it to happen again. Yeah, well, I guess you know. Let's let's see what you know the the, the Bennett aura, how it survived this uh, this week of uh, speculation about the you know, the possibility of Bellamy coming on board. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll have any effect, but I think the Broncos will uh, will get there. I mean, and look, you know, they yeah. are, they are not going spectacularly. You did see are diabolical. You did see that the Archbishop of fucking wherever was charged with hiding child sex offences. Which Mate. is the Archbishop of everywhere? What? Yeah, well, yeah. they've all done it. He was yeah. okay. you know, convicted. I think it was South Australia. Okay. So maybe the prayer circle guys see Bennett and he fucking triggers a priest from the memory of their childhood. So does that mean they just they go into like night terror fetal position, or they actually like fire up like sleepers and fucking want to kick some ass? No, they protect him. Okay. What they do? Okay. Broncos to win. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the pub slot Canberra Raiders take on the mighty Manly Seagulls Canberra and Canberra um, look there's some uh, changes to both sides I think that Tapanay is a big loss for the fucking Canberra Raiders um, and then we get uh, Liam Knight back into the side to you know hide the bag on mm. Manly have a, have a slight reshuffle um, boosted by the return of uh, George Tafua and so he'll return in place of Matt Wright. Matt Wright will come. Will be on the bench, and he he has done a little bit of um, you know relief at hooker and things like that as he's come on. <laughs> but um, that's what he's been doing from the bench for like you know yeah no just, yeah I'm, so he's, and he's actually he's, he's actually not too bad. So at, he's a relief hooker. He's a, yeah yeah um, and hopefully he'll be the majority hooker <laughs> in the uh, in the yes. <laughs> in the game because Lewis Brown starting in the nine, which is the only real weak link to this side. I mean Trent Hodkinson slides straight into the halves in the six, um, and uh, and yeah uh, it's the, the I don't I don't rate Lewis Brown's service. I mean he's he's basically. Just a beige, a beige player. He's not going to do anything spectacular. I don't think he'll. He won't. He certainly won't. You know, miss tackles and things like that. But he's definitely not going to add anything. So it's just a matter of whether the addition of Hodkinson into the halves and having a, another another legitimate half in the side for the first time this season. Mm. Um, his, yes, his eighty six percent tackling statistic. So if 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 we have like a legitimate the two legitimate halves in the halves for the first time this season in uh, in Hodkinson and Cherry Evans hopefully that can trump the beigeness of and and the probably no net positive contribution from Lewis Brown uh, but you know mm. there's a couple of players there on the bench too that they could slot in and out I'm not sure what they're going to do with that at yeah. this stage but otherwise I mean the sides they've they've they come together. They're starting to play fucking well. I mean, this is like you know, probably four weeks in a row now. They've played pretty well, and they've been you know getting better and better. And uh, the last two weeks, it's really they've really put it together and, and put some smackdowns on some uh, on mm. some hated sides. So uh, yeah, Canberra's another one. Yeah, look, Tarpany is a big loss for the Raiders. You're right. You're in Canberra. Is it cold as fuck down there yet? I think it is. Yeah. Mm. It's six o'clock though. It's not like yeah, it's not dark. No, it's not. It's not super dark. Hasn't had time to go down to the sub-zero temperatures. Now you've got Kelly and Uate, yeah, defending uh, Larpana. 
Mate, they fucking they've they've taken out fucking James Roberts. They've taken out your fucking Sulies. They 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 don't give a fuck. They, you, you got a name? They don't give a fuck. Okay. Nah, camera. No, names names mean nothing to them. Camera. Manly going to win this one. Absolutely. And, uh, win Manly. And uh, Manly going to win it very easily. Probably the easiest game they've had over the last three weeks. Uh, the Cowboys take on the Storm up there in uh, North Queensland. Thirteen hundred teeth. Friday night, the uh, 8 p.m. game or 7:50 p.m. according to this, Morgan is switched back to fullback for this game. Mm. That brings Tamari into into 5 with uh, with Thurston uh, halfback. Otherwise, an unchanged lineup. Lachlan Coote dropped. It's surprising. I'd, I'd it seems like such a long time ago where Lachlan Coote pretty much fucking won them the game against who was it against you guys in Bathurst. Yeah, he's fucking kicking game. Yeah, you fucking. And um, that was only like two or three weeks ago, wasn't it? The fuck is going on? Um, it yeah, it, he's one of those players though. Um, yeah. he's an easy scapegoat when the team's not going well. But uh, uh, I'm gonna pick the Storm to bounce back here. I think the Storm bounce back too. I mean, the the, the Storm aren't really a side that's bothered by by travelling or not travelling. Yeah. Uh, obviously Cameron Smith coming back is is huge for them, and it was a huge part of last week. Um. Bromwich back in the front row as well. Yeah. Uh, they do have fucking <laughs> the uh, young Tonomapaya, which is which I believe is Polynesian for AIDS, uh, uh, in their side. And he he was, in, in my opinion, well, a large part of why they were looking very disjointed at the start yes. of the year. So he's back. So uh, don't know. Um, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say that the Storm are gonna come back because I still feel that they're stronger overall. But you know the Cowboys, a very bad way to lose last week at home. They get to an immediate chance at redemption as well. I don't know how Morgan's gonna go at fullback. I think it'd be um, serviceable. Yeah, I guess we should safe. Yep. Um, where are we? Roosters take on the Titans at Central Coast Stadium. The uh, Roosters side, at least the Tuesday 21, has no changes from last week. Yeah. Uh, Proctor returns to the Titans lineup, and uh, for for an underperforming Roosters pack, I wouldn't be surprised here if there's a couple of these guys in the Titans who really want to get in and stick it to them. You know, they're, they're not on the ladder where you'd expect them to be, but they'd still be able to paint yep. it. Yeah. To yep. the junior players as let's go knock off one of the big boys. Yep. Yep. I still don't think they will. Eh. The Roosters, it's. Like, the Roosters have to be so fucking gutted with the way that they let that game slip in the yeah. last 20 minutes. Well, the way they played over the entire 80 minutes in terms of completions... To and not seal that and game. And just fucking up their opportunities to, to really run away with the game. Mm. But the fact that they had that game still wrapped up with about 10 minutes to go and let it slip... Yeah. It's just got to... I mean, they get they get to turn around immediately and have a chance to redeem themselves and, you know, get rid of the bad taste. And, you know, when you're wanting a game like that, I mean, against the Titans... You know, there's not too many better sides to line up when you need. <laughs> yeah, when you want to, when yeah, you want to fight, when, you, when you want to just, when you just want to fucking, when you want to destroy something pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors versus uh, the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs at Mount Smart. Tuivasa-Sheck is back at fullback. Yes, crucial. Hiku moves to centre, and more importantly, that means Beal's out. So uh, look, that's that's not a bad this it's not a bad side um, lineup for the. I mean, still no, still no Sean Johnson, but you know, hasn't been the factor that it has been in the past. Uh, Blake Green doing a great job of holding shit down, and Lino, of course, you know, a wonderful filling. A fantastic fucking standard. Wonderful. Yep. Uh, the Rabbitohs. Okay, so their Johnson's out. 
Greg Inglis goes back to fullback. Yep. Dwayne in the centres. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, look, I, I don't think that's going to mess up too much of their continuity at all. No. I think they're. I mean, their their game's predicated on these new this you know these fast play the balls and the forwards, you know, prioritising quick play the balls over fucking struggling to get over you know, post contact. Every, yeah, yeah, to get every every yep. meter they can possibly. That's eat. it. Um, and what, you know, if they do their job, then I mean, I don't think it matters too much about who's out. Yeah. So I think this one comes down to the Warriors forwards more than anything. Yep. You know, you, you saw how they stood up against the Dragons who were yes. at that time. Yep. The form yep. forward pack of the competition. They got another opportunity here against a very dominant, very big forward pack. Um, they're either going to stand up yep. and really stick it to them or they're going to do what they did against Melbourne. And I think that'll be the main determining factor in the game. And where's the... Uh Where's the betting on this game? I'm just curious. I mean, the Warriors are favourites, but yeah, it's pretty close. One eighty-seven to one ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that, that's that's probably fitting. I think the Warriors should be slight favourites. Um, but yeah, I'm not counting the Rabbitohs out. I just feel like the Rabbitohs are almost like the form team of the competition at the moment. Not necessarily in terms of like you know how many wins in a row and everything. I just feel just the the way that they're playing and the way that they they tend to uh, improve week on week lately. I would say their style is suited to. To this year's competition, yeah, same way the Dragons is, yeah, well, no. certainly much more so than last year, yeah. Panthers take on the Dragons, Panther Stadium, Saturday evening. Look, going up against the most dominant team in the history of our sport, they won more premierships than anybody else. They're leading the competition. They've won one premiership. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, St. George, that side of the... You're right, they merged, sorry. Yeah. Um, they're leading the competition. Yep. International players, state of origin representatives. Virtually guaranteed you know, premiership winners. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, th- this is like one single soldier airdropping in behind the fucking Nazi death camps where they're just murdering fucking children because that's what the dragons are like. No one will begrudge them if they don't win. <laughs> Jeez, okay, you see, you, okay, you're setting that up. No. That's the narrative. No one writing, will okay. begrudge them if they don't win. Okay. But if they do, it will be the grittiest, most celebrated, legendary performance in the history of anything. Unfortunately, I do feel that the Dragons are going to go on persecuting other races and minorities go as the, they want to do. And it gas these Panthers um, and fucking spread their, their, their yeah, ashes over the fucking it. plains of Poland or, or Penrith, as the case may be. But if there's one chance, just one chance. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, what you, okay, so, so let's distill that down. What you're saying is... That you'd love to see Panthers win, but they're not going to. No, I'm, I'm saying the dragon. The dragons are definitely in form, yeah. And and the Panthers are going to need to make a lot of improvements to a lot of areas of their game, especially around discipline, errors, yep. penalties. Yeah. If they're going to come out ahead here, it's going to be no hard, uh, no easy task. Because the dragons are dead set certainties for premiers. And gee, when you look at the when you look at the, uh, I mean, I, I don't put any stock in historical matchups or anything like that. But holy fuck, it's been a while since you've got one. Mm, yeah, these guys. Yep. But going back to last time you beat them was back in two thousand fourteen. Yep. So uh, a little bit of extra motivation. 
Um, I, th I think the Dragons will win. They seem to be rolling along nicely. You know what? If they have a bad game or like a, a, a low game like they did last week, yeah, I, I think it's the that's that's the game that Penrith wins. Yep. Uh, where the Raiders couldn't. Yeah. But you know, do the Dragons have that game two weeks running? I think they they got it out of this. You know, they they had the bad game, and then I think it just feels like that they'd be more. When's the Origin team announced? Fuck! It would have to be. Would it be after this weekend's games? It's only like isn't it? It's only like two weeks until yeah. It would have to be after this weekend's games, right? Yeah, yeah it'd probably suit Penrith if they were named before. Yeah, because all of these little fucking ex-urban samurai cunts yeah that have been out there demanding, shouting that they need to play Origin yeah because their mummies always gave them certificates of participation. Mm -hmm. If they were given that fucking validation, they'd stop trying. Ah, oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. The Knights take on the Sharks up in Newcastle. Brock Lamb injured. Cogger comes in. Little Golden Nuts Jr. comes into the side. Uh, SESC comes back in at prop. And um, Bure onto the bench. Mm -hmm. The Sharkies, what changes have they got? They're saying, they're saying Lewis and Graham are both returning. Uh, we'll see what happens when we get down to game day. Yeah, for Lewis that. has been named. Graham's been named. Mm -hmm. Starting, not even on the fucking yeah, yeah. post credits scene. Yep. Okay, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they actually yeah. show up on the day. Bakuya is named in the seventeen. Well, I just I feel like the Knights are just the loose, stupid fucking team that they are at the moment, without the um, Mitchell Pierce guiding them around and just keeping them level. Everything that was good about the Titans last week, yeah, the Sharks are at least twice as good as that in those areas. Yeah, and look, you know, they may they might not score as many points. Yeah. But they're, uh, you know, if, if Newcastle want to play that stupid fucking game again, and, you know, mistake riddle, like, yeah. like the Sharks will just punish them. Like, and not necessarily on the scoreboard, but just in terms of the flow of the game and the control of the, of the, of the game, they won't give them a sniff. This is the sort of game you watch Matt Moylan come out and excel here. And then people start to go, oh my God, look at him, he's justified yeah. his existence. Yeah. God. The Tigers take on the Bulldogs in the in the traditional match of the round slot on TV, but you know, obviously it's not. Is fucking um, old mate Mullet back yet? Yeah, he is. Turned, he turned up he for is, training. He's uh, he's in the centre. Uh, Lola Haya is going into fullback, which pushes uh, which pushes uh, Corey Thompson out to the wing. A uh, lot of things. So so um, has Kevy left yet, or is he going at the end of the season? End of the, end of the season, end of the I believe. Season. Rochow omitted from the side. Good. Uh, Cheekham moving to the second row. Um, Josh Reynolds comes back uh, on the interchange bench in the place of Chris McQueen, which is a, a good move. I mean, anytime you, yes, anytime you're rotating Chris McQueen out of your lineup is a good day. Correct. Uh, so with Reynolds back, that means Benji's good again, yeah. Because Benji knows that if yeah. he fucks up, that that's his spot. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that he's he's going to be playing motivated, or at least yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. The well, dogs. Uh, you know they're they're replacing Josh Morris with John Olive, um, Fatal Marin in the second row, and um, what I would fucking love is for it to come out that whilst Ivan did keep Fanua off the team last week to avoid hurting, yeah, young Nathan, he's brought him <laughs> back this week so he can gut a stomp that fucking cuntato Woods. For maiming him in the first place. It's daddy's revenge. That's some Machiavellian shit, but I mean, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. 
look, the Tigers are going to get back on track here and, uh, you know, they'll act like the decline's over and everything, but you're playing the dogs, mate. Relax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, mailbag. Uh, we got one from uh, Kevin underscore Cook ninety nine. He said, "I'd love to hear." Well, we kind of did, did this. Thing. He said, "I'd love to hear if you guys think DCE has earned himself a Maroons jersey with his performances, despite the losses. I think he's been solid, especially now Cam Smith is gone. Who else had the power to annex our once chosen one to succeed, Cronk? So yeah, well, I think we probably covered that back in the manly, in the manly thing. I hope he um, does for the sake of New South Wales. I hope he fucking plays." For the sake of Manly, I hope he does not. And yes. also for the sake of New South Wales, because, I mean, I just don't want to see myself... I don't want to see New South Wales getting absolutely fucking anal by uh, DCE. Um, <coughs> highway. Said, uh, what a classic real dad moment from stepdad. Anchorman with the old whale's vagina. Last week. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was your stepdad... Your, your real dad-ish moment. Um... Special K Online said, Please cancel Twill next week in a mark of respect for Polly E.T., and of course, uh, that meaning the, the Ricky Litelli has uh, signed a, I guess, rich deal to go and play with the Wolfpack in the the second division under the under Super League. In the and basically, he's going to be earning a lot of money to play the level of rugby league to which he is most suited, talent wise. Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saint underscore Lando. Uh, in view of the Bulldogs' dire financial state, is it time to fold the club and allow their shit roster to bolster reserve grade sides across the country? No. No, it's good to beat them. It's fun. Yeah. It's, yeah, every, every side needs to, you know, lash out every now and then, just, you know. Put it this way, someone robbed your house, mm-hmm. and then you found out they got leprosy, would you put them out of their misery, or would you fucking roll them down a hill? So whip them with a belt. <laughs> Seeing how many whips it can take to get them <laughs> to clean the bones. Uh, Devonhead. Thousands of Twill memberships have been cancelled right now due to the excessive refs faulting from Buzz Rothfield and Co. Oh, don't be silly. Twill Nation love the refs fault thing and they love they, they love to ironically use it. That's it. I'm, that's the fucking best point about that whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Here is an entire fucking fan base of people and the people that have picked it up not not even yep. understanding that it, it's from a podcast yep ref's fault mm-hmm. is a term of endearment it's a nice little fucking banter barb that you can give to people if they're going off about something it's like it's a kick in the nuts to people who are, that are legitimately acting like the ref cost in their fucking yeah. game yeah but now it, it it's fucking here you've got actual you know supposedly professional commentators on the sport mm-hmm. and that's all they can write about Yep. You're a fucking oracle, Nathan. Years ahead of your time. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Um, he's, he's given us his Sinners 13 from round 11. I call it the Ibis 13. He calls it the Sinners 13. And you've actually got a side out of the Simbins. We've got a fullback. Going from fullback up, we've got uh, Dugan, Rappiner, uh, Scott and Walker in the centres, uh, Addo Carr on the other wing. Uh, we've got um, Walker. Uh, I, the the controversial selection is Jake Turbo in halfback. <laughs> Personally, I would have I would have put Appy in halfback. <laughs> I'd say and uh, then you got uh, you got Wallace and uh, Napa in props, and you got uh, Pangai, uh, Papali, Merin, Twal, and uh, Fodoika, and uh, Henry Paranara as the coach. Fair enough. 
Supergrover 4, he said, um, fuck my tipping in the butt with a homeless dog's dick. I think I've even taken myself out of last man standing. I don't even know if I'm in or out. I've even made a tip. So to make it simple, I think I'm out. $5 donation to the cause. Where's my tax receipt, bitches? Uh, as I just scroll down to the last man standing, I'm pretty sure you're certainly out. Yes, that's true. Yes. Um, and yes. We do, but we do have the people who are in. Uh, Andrew Borg said, I think you need to add a category to the Twilly. Shittest ref decision of the year. You can start with the Napa Simbin, add the Dylan Walker Simbin, and of course, don't forget the Slater dropkick try. Any others you can think of? Well, look, I don't think the Napa one was that shit. If you're coming from a Roosters fan's perspective, you know, you probably feel differently about it, but it was unusual, but not incorrect. Mm. You know, the Dylan Walker Simbin that was that was bullshit. But I mean, you know, that gets balanced out by the fact that you know, if you're going to send fucking thing off, then you know, you got to send Happy off, and he only got ten. So, mm. you know, swings and roundabouts there too. Uh, Rusty Hard up on the subject of drive-throughs. My hometown had a drive-through with a bottle on one side and a charcoal chicken shop. They called it Bottle and Bird, and I would have no doubt that Jack would be a shareholder if it was in a city. I'll tell you, Bottle and Bird. <laughs> It's a great fucking concept. Did they used to, have you ever had the, the beer can chicken? Yes. No, I don't know if they did that. Well, you know, I, I don't. Why, why am I speaking for, for Rusty? Russell, you tell us if they did the beer can chicken. It seems like a no-brainer, though. Yeah. Like the crossover event of the season for that, for that fucking drive-thru, right? <laughs> uh, Ives81 sent us, uh, sent us a photograph. He said he forgot his last man standing last week because he was too busy being a twill tourist in Canada's capital, Ottawa. And uh, here's him going for a bike ride along the uh, Rideau Canal wearing his uh, last year's uh, twill Fuck, it's shirt. Canada's capital, Ottawa. Yeah, so they say. Fuck, I thought it was Toronto. That's the meth capital. <laughs> there you go. So I was watching a, was a dope documentary series on um, on Netflix. Yeah. Drug, and there's actually like talking about like the the dudes that no dudes that are selling Molly in Detroit and how close it is to the Canadian border and how the guys in Canada get Molly like super cheap and they, and they're the guys that parcel it up into like yeah. you know, massive packs of pills and how they smuggle it across the bridge to get into Detroit and then you got these guys on jet skis that just go across the river Fuck. and just drops on jet skis. Yeah, nice. But uh, yeah. Toronto, fucking MDMA capital of uh, of of, uh, of uh, North America. Um, Super Grover sent us uh, sent us one from um, at the I don't know what the fuck it was. He was at Winton Mount Perinara. Yeah, some 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 motor racing thing. I don't know anything about motor racing, but you know he's all he's all rugged up and he's got his rest fault scarf. So unless you know, unless you're on two me, wheels, give it a crack. Fucking bitch sport. Oh really? Yeah. Is that how it is? Well, they're fucking sitting down. Only one guys I get. They're driving a fucking Commodore. Yeah. You know they're sitting down. They're strapped in. Fucking wind's not in their face. They have a crash. They go, oh no, take their seatbelt off and hop out. <laughs> fucking put some skin in the game. <laughs> you know? they don't even fucking make Commodores anymore. That's true. That's what true. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm still, I'm, I'm still think I'd prefer the fucking Japanese bug fighting league at this point. <laughs> the Sports Castle AU guys, they were down in Mudgee, and they sent us a photograph there of the of the field, looking a picture. It was definitely a better surface than Suncorp Stadium, that's for sure. Mm. And um, what else? Who else we got here? Um, Lynn Shields, she says, when she said, almost a twill tourist, listening while driving home on the Hume Highway, and I wouldn't mind a refresher on the derivative of the Korean housewife. Hashtag please explain. Okay, so I forget who it was who gave us the who worked on it or whatever in in like an architectural yeah, that's it. capacity in the construction of Amy Stadium down there, but because it's called Amy Park, 
Park is a common Korean surname. Korean surname. Amy, of course, you know, take out the insurer and just uh, change it, you know, into uh, AMY. Uh, AMY, a female's name, Amy Park, a uh, Korean sounding name. So they, they, they knew it colloquially as they were, as it was under construction or whatever, um, as the Korean housewife. And he passed that on to us. And uh, so it became the Korean housewife. It is known. It is known, and that's full time episode two eighty eight. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Um and but we've seen some new guys hitting us on Facebook as well. And it is totally acceptable if you want to throw in some tweets uh, tweets, you want to throw in some comments about games or about the show or whatever, by all means, chuck them on Facebook and you would definitely get a run on the show. Um iTunes, this week we got a review uh, from Fifty Shades of Chooks. The best five stars. This podcast is gold. Tells it how it is. No holding back. Very informative. This is the People's Podcast. Love it. Keep up the great work, boys. Thank you, sir. Fantastic. And, uh, if you haven't given us a review, head uh, head down to iTunes, the podcast section. Go to Sports and Recreation category. Look in the What's Hot section. Check out for the tool there logo go. there. Like this fine gentleman mm-hmm. who did it without cursing or fucking X Factors or that is that the other little, stupid That shit. is the problem. I mean, the X Factor thing is not going to get you blocked on... Uh, get you blocked on Stepdad's Twitter, but it's not going to get you blocked on iTunes. But if you swear in the review and everything, it, it just will sit in limbo and won't get approved. So keep it clean. And uh, yeah, best of luck. Uh, what else? Oh, tipping. We've got punching prolapse in the lead. Two points ahead of the rest of the competition. They've made a break for the first time this year. Punching prolapse made a break. <laughs> Giannis, Giannis and Melon follow one point back. We have Jared Ash, H Dragons fan, Manola, Mitch Jando, and Mitch and Three Card Magic Trick. And one point back, we've got Wayne Clark. Last man standing, stepdad sent me the spreadsheet, and I went through and made sure that I extracted all the names of the ten people who are still in the hunt. They are, I don't know, do they do like just the first name and last initial. I mean, these people will know who they are, right? Yeah. Okay, so we've got Ben P, Gabrielle S, Mitchell D, Brendan B. Levius, who, whose identity is not a secret. Um, Martin K, Mario Siegs, Philip L, Carsten, and uh, Nick R. You guys are in. Make sure you get your tips in uh, as we get down to the more businessy end. This one's lasted better than the first one, right? Well, we, haven't, we haven't had a fucking death round. Yeah, that's true too. The, the last yeah. one, everyone went out in that death round that started when Penrith beat the Cowboys. Yep, and yep. then there were fucking six upsets. Yep. Yep. So. Okay. Supercoach Sam Seals on top, followed by Grey Ghost, Bought Not Bread, The Cheap Seeds, Pineapples for the Pokies, The Hot Cosby's Year of the Top 15, Junior Mints, Dingbats, and the Meme Queens rounding out the top 10. That's it, man. That's all we got time for. Right. You got anything else you want to finish up with? I, I don't think we've forgotten anything. No. Shout out to all who deserve it. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,. That's it. Talk to you next week. Later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash 
Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.